my cheese still pumping. Hold on the coaster, you know that my doji coaster game over, soldier. I'm coolin'. Be on the sofa. Niggas is posers and I'm the sculpture. Don't mean that it's soldier, but fuck the vultures. I feel them the dopeness and proper dosage. I crank up the focus to get it amplified. Feel it in the skillet, but still it's some bigger fish to fry. We'll do it live! Every day, every week, bring you live wrestling talk, all kinds of action. Let me get to this. It's the Pro Wrestling Torch East Coast cast. It's uh, it's Wednesday. It's March 27th, 2019. 2019. I'm your host, Travis Bryant. And uh, joining me any moment now will be our co-host extraordinaire, Cameron Hawkins. But... In the meantime, let me go ahead and give out all the pertinent information, uh, all the ways to communicate with this here show. If you want to have your voice heard on this show, there are two ways to go about that. Two ways. First way, regular old traditional radio way. Give us a call. Get in line. We'll get to your call before the show goes off. Uh, Hit us up, 347-202-0103. 0103. So again, again, get in the constellation lines, get in line, and we will talk to you very soon. The other way, if you can't call us live while we're on air, hit the voicemail line. You've got three unadulterated minutes to uh, ask questions, state your comments, uh, maybe, maybe go on a rant, heap praise upon thee. That's always welcome. So do all those things on the voicemail line at 415-787-5229. Once again, that's 415-787-5229 for the voicemail line. Find us on Twitter. Oh, no, no. I skipped the, I skipped ahead. I'm sorry. Hit us on the uh, uh, email tip. I want to forget the emailers. Uh, East Coast Audio Show at gmail.com. East Coast. Audio show at gmail.com. Uh, make sure you <clears throat> indicate somewhere in the subject or the body of the email that you're a VIP or non VIP, or that you're a VIP and want it read in the non VIP, you know, but, so we know which segment to read it in. Let us know. Uh, find us on Twitter. Find the show at East Coast Cast, twitter.com slash East Coast Cast. You can find my personal Twitter at Trav Lord, and you can find Cam at Seahawk, that's C-E-E, Hawk. And Only Lorcan is when, is like bringing it back to like 96 with the Pat Mother Sneaks, or are those wrestling boots? Those are probably wrestling boots, but still. <laughs> I'm a wrestling all-white Pat Mother t- Adidas Top 10 in like 97. Yeah, and then wearing shoelaces with um. That's always on my case about that. You get that. I want you laces, man. <laughs> Seriously, get off my back. Like, are you worried about my ankles? They're like falling down some steps, or are you just mad because I'm on like, Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, at East Coast Cast, at Trap Lord, at Seahawk. Last bastion of Get Adage, find the show on Facebook. The Facebook fan page. You can find us at facebook.com slash PWTorch East Coast Cast. Go over there, like our page, uh, tag your wrestling buddies in it. Yeah, share it that way. I don't think we got any, any likes. 
per se this week, but some interactions. That uh, <clears throat> that that article about uh, Davis R. Ring of Honor title match with students of traffic. That's an interesting story. So again, those are all the ways to communicate with us. So there is no excuse. Get at us. Um, so yeah. So without further ado, uh, go ahead and introduce Cameron Hawkins, co-host extraordinaire. Cam, what did you? What's going on, man? Not too much, man. What's uh, what's up? How are things? Things are good. It's just uh, you know, this is uh, <coughs> we're getting to that time where guys like us who like work in this wrestling space mm-hmm. are so busy right now, and it's like <laughs> the fact that like WrestleMania week and the week before is like right after spring break. I wasn't expecting to do this much sports this week. So like but I could be better. Oh, so it's a, okay. I mean, I'm, to me, it's, you know, it's WrestleMania season. It's whatever, a week and a half away, but it's a lot going on. And I've, I've purposefully kept myself out of a lot of, one thing, there was one thing, and it had oh that wasn't even wrestling related it was about Shuri and Marvel and, and MCU and yeah. so that that's not even wrestling related that I jumped in it's just I see so much conversation I feel there is enough not enough there's never enough but there are sufficient amount of people and and entities that. Uh, to put it in like just a selfish, conceited way, have my back. You know, he might not agree on every point of view I have, but for the most part, they're representing the the point. You know, a certain point of view that I know that I don't need to be out there responding to everything and every thread because it's exhausting. And this time of the year, of year, especially what's happening on TV, just with like regular TV stuff that we could talk about and be exhausted with and the minutia of, uh, but then you add, you just, you just add, you just layer that with social craft and terrible storytelling. And yeah, I'm going to try to stay calm this episode because, uh, you know, a week out from WrestleMania, uh, you shouldn't be like, uh, Angry or feeling bad, or, and I tell you and what, it's also, yeah. Well, I was gonna say, I tell you what, if 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 there if the SmackDown didn't end and legit had me kind of emotional, like oh wow, I wasn't I was expecting this finish wise. Yeah. Uh, um, I was expecting this outcome, but I wasn't expecting to feel this way. Like oh, cool, breathe, breathe, Trav. Like whoa, wow. So this, so it left a very good taste. Like last week, it was the opposite. It was like a bummer, <clears throat> and this week it was like, oh, that, that, this is cool. This is really, really uh-huh. good, good stuff. Yeah. I was really, really into it. And it was the most exciting countout finish I think I've ever witnessed. It was just good stuff. But man, that show tested. <laughs> and this is SmackDown. This is the show I like, and I'm predisposed to kind of give 
you know, maybe not not dig too deep in some of the negatives that I would with Raw or another show, Impact or some other shit. And boy, did this show test my uh, test my metal. Yeah, yeah. That's a good ratio. That's being generous. I mean, I I really say like eight fifteen is where the show started getting good. So that's right at about sixty, give or take. Okay. (laughs) Broke it down. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Uh, It was, um, and I think the highlight of the nonsense and shenanigans was the Oscar ti- uh, Charlotte title switch. Yeah. Which came that, out that, of nowhere, which had no yeah. reason to happen. So obviously no build or no one really cared. It was obvious that we were going to get either an, some kind of angle or a, or a title change. And we got a damn title change. And yeah. It's what are they doing? Like, are they just like determined to make people genuinely hate Charlotte? Are they like, well, people, people, people are starting to like Roman Reigns genuinely. We need someone that that they like that they now hate because of how we book them. And that's Charlotte all the way. Yeah, it's optics. It's putting as many like they're trying to put as much sauce on the plate as they can. Like. Don't don't be surprised if like they put Becky's career on the line next week. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, they're doing everything they can to sauce it up um, to the point where like, are they doing Oscar a disservice? Yes, I take more issue with Oscar cheering on the New Day that same night that she was later on. Yeah, she was effectively blindsided by a title change. In the actual title change. Like, I, I think they want the optics, they want the visual of Becky beating two champions if that's the way it goes. You know, Which, um, and, 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 this is, and this is actually how I actually see the main event ending with, uh, and with Becky getting a visual pinfall on Ronda. Uh-huh. But making Charlotte tap out to win, I guess, both those titles. Yeah, and uh, and it's and it's just more tr- like trash, more bullshit kind of shoehorn, so she can take that loss. And I, I just we're so far from Becky Lynch, bloody face, standing up there. We're so far from three weeks from that moment. We're so far from Survivor Series with the beatdown that Charlotte gave to Ronda. We're so far from that in a, in a bad way. Not in a, hey, of course we're far from that because it's April or, you know, in the middle of March, but in the March. But, shit. Yeah. But SmackDown specifically tested on that. Yeah, SmackDown, it wasn't good. Like, it wasn't good, um... They did a lot of things that didn't make sense. They basically, we all agreed that Kofi Kingston, um, you know, going against racist owner was a bad storyline. 
pretend like it didn't happen is the defensive line. They weren't clever enough to find a way to tell that story, essentially. So why start the story? It's not even... If they were overtly, like, have this, like... Because I don't think you can point to, again, except somebody's skin color and, you know... Like, literally, they didn't even... They didn't even have the guts to, like, make it to be subtle. I mean, if you could say, well, the screw job itself is subtle, then I, I would argue, but okay. Um, or the screwing with uh, thing was subtle. But, but they didn't even have the guts to, like... Eh, be creative and let you know what this was about. It's still, to, at least to me, like, I don't even know what the fuck Vince's problem was. Like, Co- like of all people to have a beef with, Kofi, it still, like, makes a, no sense in so many ways. Uh, if you want to throw in the, the racist owner, it's like, I guess maybe, but still, not really. Yeah, it's just not good storytelling. If the idea is that Kofi's beef, like, they tried to make it Kofi's a B-plus player. Like, that was kind of the end shot coming out of SmackDown, right? But, like, he beat all of your A players in succession in one night. So, like, the idea that he's not good enough when he beat everybody is... This is, okay, so this is, like, the thing I've been kind of arguing all day. And I want to be clear. I know that wins and losses are fixed in wrestling. I'm very aware of this. Like, there's no doubt in my mind that that's the case, right? Okay. However, if I watch your show, right? Watch your show. And I understand that this guy that I'm seeing seems to win. All the time. When you tell me he's an underdog, Brock Lesnar on 205 Live, and you've established that there's a 205-pound weight limit, I'm allowed to say that doesn't make sense. Like, that doesn't make me... That doesn't mean I'm buying into something that I shouldn't take seriously. It means you've shown me the thing over and over and over and over and over. But you can't all of a sudden tell me what I've been watching in real. Like, it's not how anything works. I, yes, that is absolutely 100% correct. I don't get past the, I can't get past the people that, you know, like they, they immediately, I saw your mentions, I, I, I watched it. <clears throat> Watched it develop over a day or so, and the idea, the idea that it's it's a fixed sport. Like, what do you mean wins and losses? It's it's one on its face stupid because what? So why are people cheering and booing at three count? You know, when the bell rings at the end of a match. Yeah. Uh, why do? And also, but beyond that, my original point is, you're watching a simulated sport. Why wouldn't you want that simulated sport to simulate wins and losses mattering? Because that's yeah. the story that's of a simulate of a of a sport. And if you're telling the story of a sport, wins and losses are the only, uh, the only way you can do the thing. 
you do the sport, you play the game. <laughs> so it's like I don't I I'm I'm so lost when when I hear that. It's like but but you're watching a thing. It's the, but you're watching a sport, fake or not. You're watching a it's sport. Somebody, what the fuck? Yeah. It's like okay, if somebody misses a shot in basketball, your immediate response isn't to tell somebody, well, you know how big the hoop is, right? <laughs> Not upset. I'm just like, 
there's no way you believe what you're saying because I know you to be an intelligent person. What, is, what was JR, or what did you take issue exactly with JR? No, the literal tweet was, um, there's, well, <laughs> let me tell you the first part. He was like, there's really no place for, for race, color, and religion in wrestling. Go yeah, to Jason's story, you get classic underdog story. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's literally not the classic underdog story. Kofi Kingston. He didn't come from out of nowhere. He didn't. He's not richer than anybody. He's not slower than anybody. There's no physical or mental. He's a five-time. They 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 show accolades constantly. You know how many U.S. titles? You know, in saying why he deserves, you know, WWE title shot on it. They show how many times he's been IC champion, U.S. champion, tag champion. So, okay. Um, 
Oh, before we do take some calls, uh, your some quick thoughts on your favorite uh, all-time favorite wrestling heel, uh, Billy Graham. Fuck that nigga. Really? Yeah. It's that thing where, like, if Colby Kingston is 145 pounds, how much does Daniel Bryan weigh? I, I think that was his point. He said at the end, these two lightweights. Oh, okay. So well, it wasn't okay. just you about publication. It was this whole thing but is like, fucking absurd. Okay. Look at these two. And, and even, if, even if that's true, who's the mm-hmm. UFC heavyweight champ? Uh, I don't know. I have no idea. I, I know who's who the boxing heavy. heavyweight champion. I don't know. Is it Lenny uh, Lewis? <laughs> That's the last one I know. Right? Okay. It's, it's, it's Anthony Joshua. It's, uh, you know, Deontay Wilder. Like, I know those guys. But yeah. because I follow it, you know what I mean? Like, it's – but I'd rather watch Errol Spence fight because he's a more skilled fighter. Like, there's a reason that Conor McGregor keeps retiring because he knows his worst. Like, I don't – it's in a in, in fighting, fighting, fighting. A, a very few people are going to be the heavyweight champion. Uh, once you get to 200 pounds, like every five pounds, even before that, every five pounds matters. But the larger the fighter, typically they're going to be in a fight. Wrestling is not there. We don't just want to watch a bunch of big slow guys wrestle. It ain't fun. Like Kurt Angle was too funny. You know, like. You know, he certainly could have dropped 25 pounds and been A-O-K. Yeah, shut up, Billy Graham. Nobody, nobody, it's 2019. Like, tell a good story. That's what people want. And, like, I believe that there are guys in WWE who weigh 230 pounds that I think Daniel Bryan can take. Like, I genuinely think. Sure. Um, like, because it's not, this isn't boxing and it's not MMA. It's wrestling. Billy Graham. Just shut up. <laughs> Yeah, Billy Graham has so little credibility just uh, just as a Billy Graham, the man who stole your style was, had, had 20 pounds on you. Like, and I, I met Billy Graham, so he's a Wolf Hulk Hogan dad. Like, you know what? I have, to, I have to dial back my emotions, Travis, because I need chili. Let me show Yeah, it's, it's one of those... Uh, it's one of those, I knew it on Monday or Tuesday. It was like, uh, somebody's tweet, right? Yeah, just, just kind of got to let it roll, roll, roll off. Because, again, a lot of it is storytelling. And it all pinpoint, or it all can be traced back to one person. It's all very yeah. simple, easy, easy fixes, in my, in my, in my opinion. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and and I think with the whole like with the Kofi story and how I said they don't even have the guts to kind of go for it, 
I think that 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 shows Vince isn't um, he just doesn't have it. I mean, Terrell's right. Like, yeah, no kidding, he ain't had it in fifteen years to leave, but <laughs> but I, I, when is this afraid or whatever to not to not push those envelopes even like subtly? I just they got through that whole thing. I think again, in my opinion, without without hitting those overt overt uh, notes. And they, I don't know, it's just like, you didn't even, you got people upset, but then you didn't even get anything out of it because you were afraid to go all the way or even halfway. Yeah, and he got to walk off with a strong asshole. Like, this, yeah. I, mean, this, it, I, this I, I, I wanted to announce the, the, the interviewer woman, Kaylin Braxton, whoever it was, and be like, well, what was that all for? Like, do you, do you feel better about you? Yeah, I'm saying, but frame it better. Just like, so why did why did you do all that? What was the point of this entire last month? Yeah. Like, if, if Vince comes out, um, let's say Kofi wins the title, <laughs> and Vince comes out to say, I knew you had it in you all along. I'm proud of you. Or any bullshit like that, I'm turning my face off. Immediately. Matter of fact, he's gonna call Kofi into his office on SmackDown Tuesday, and he's gonna have an MLK, MLK uh, poster or you know frame picture in the in the in the background shot as he says those things that you just said. Yeah, I'm proud of you. <laughs> you like the like the black son I never acknowledged having. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. <clears throat> That's uh talk to some people. Three four seven two oh two oh one oh three is how you talk to us. Let's uh open things up and let's uh let's uh let's start at the top of the card. And then head out to Brooklyn and talk to Mike. Mike, uh, what's going on? What up? What's up, fam? What's going on? Yeah, I came. I stepped into the fray a little little late. Uh, Could you educate me on what uh, Billy Graham had to say? Uh, That Kofi Kingston at 145 pounds is fighting for the WWE Championship. You know, a title he held and you know, know, contended uh, at one point. it's a joke, and what the fuck? Who can take that seriously? These two lightweight, basically. Yeah, what was the joke was? Yes, all right. So what the joke is? But it was a long. His credibility been, been, been like, fucking shot. Like, yeah, his his credibility been shot since that Donahue show, and I end up watching it again over the, you know, maybe like last month. That was his, I mean, that's the joke, his credibility. So says a blonde dude that tanned his body and tried to talk and be a black man in the 70s. Okay, superstar. Well, he certainly stole this whistle. I mean, so, uh, yeah, yes, you're right. It's like, I don't get some of these old timers, and then you got Cornette over here. 
oh, AEW won't succeed because of the talent and, and the guys that they got and this, that. And the, well, I mean. Did he say that? Did he yeah. Say that? I think I wanted his podcast. He's not exactly uh, thinking that they'll, that they have a, the best chance. But I don't. But he's always careful to not like. Yeah, maybe you heard different. I don't listen to both the shows, just the experience. But, well, I should say. Yeah, I mean, he didn't say in, in those exact words. I should frame it more like he don't think they'll succeed because of yeah, some of the talent that does. they have. And, and neither does Brian Last, his co-host, very knowledgeable in his own right, but. I, I disagree with both of them on that on that case. I'm like, no, uh, this is pretty organized. There's some things in place. Um, right. He said he's know, saying that the Bucks need. Yeah, he's saying that the Bucks need an antagonist. The Bucks like specifically. Yeah. Well, I don't disagree. Well, you know, you you know he you know he's had a hard on for the Bucks and Omega for a while. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah, they don't like so, I don't even know why. Yeah. <laughs> but guaranteed that they contact his ass and ask him would he like to come in and be the revival's manager in a few days. I guarantee they'll succeed then. Like these like these guys just I don't know. Some of these dudes just come off to soldiers old and bitter and just angry and mad like Yes, that's true. But Cornet and, 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 and Billy Grant, that's definitely two different types of yeah, of better. Like Cornette has has value in in the wrestling business, no matter what you think it is or isn't. Uh, <laughs> you know, Billy Graham for different reasons. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. And and yes, I'm a I'm a I'm a, I'm a Cornette fan. <laughs> you know, but you know, I, he, yeah, I'm a Cornette fan. And 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 some of them are irrational, and you just kind of got to throw your hands up. But a lot of them are thought out. I mean, I'm a Cornette fan. The, the AEW stuff. In his mind, as a guy who's run a wrestling company and done all that stuff, he doesn't. But as a guy who sat on his couch and watched wrestling for 37 years, I disagree. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, right. you absolutely right, Trav. Like, I'm one of the biggest Cornette fans there is. Like, behind Bobby Heaton, you know, that, that's my second favorite dude as far as, you know, you know what I mean, as far as management and things of that nature. But, I mean, it's like, how you going to, you know, say something like, it's like people is just praying for their downfall. That's what's going to make them excel. That's what I think going to make them, you know, do above and beyond expectation because it's like, dudes is, you know, banking on this just to be another fly-by-night, another, you know what I mean? Like, same story. We've been hearing the same thing for 22 years, yada, yada, yada. Somebody going to step up and challenge them. And I think it's fair, too. But, I mean, it's like, I mean, I mean, come on, superstar. Like, so you even, like, like I said, a man that tanned his body, dog, and used Muhammad Ali's rhetoric, and he built his whole career based off being that. Like, knock it off, homeboy. Like, please, man. Please, go back to wherever you came from. Please. It yeah, is a new I don't era. Know. That era. Like, who? Yeah. Like, why? 
like Billy Graham posts something on Facebook and like I, one of those things. Like, fuck this guy. Like who? Like who cares enough to keep sharing this? Right. I exactly. So outrageous. I mean, I I get why you share it. I mean, I think they're just like, look at this fucking doddering old man who's you know, and it's always it's it's always the the big guys. It's that Kevin Nash kind of mentality. It's what you do is the best. I was a big. I was six three. You know. 275 yeah. pounds, so that's the best. Like, really, Graham? Yeah, but Kevin, I mean, even with Kevin, <laughs> Kevin, you was all... Not 1975. Right, knock it off. Like, that era, that era has come and gone. This is the era of the athletic, you know but what I mean? you were the champion. You were the champion in a time where William Shatner could... Uh, well, this was even late, uh, a little later, but like that, I you know when they would do that bullshit karate chop on like Star Trek or like any kind of like yeah. sci-fi or fucking action kind of Buck Rogers or Million Dollar Man kind of show, like that bullshit, the bullshit that moves that people accepted and they and you lived in that era and they accepted you as the champion and the bullshit you did. So like like let's keep His things. His show was bear hard. His finish was a bear hard. <laughs> An effective move. Disagree. Bear hug. <laughs> it should be respected and protected. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah. but yes, still, it's yes. When well, you lived in the era where bear hug was a legitimate finishing move and not just something kind of around yeah. in the middle of a match. I mean, I'm happy. I'm pulling for Kofi all the way. You know, we all are. You know, I mean, just as you know. A black man is elation, like is is past due. I mean, people could stand up there. Oh, Rock is black, which he is, you know, far black and all that. And he's like, listen, man, he did. I'm not starting anything. I'm just telling real shit, my boy. Like it's just real shit. Like they didn't, you know, when he first won, you know, the chip or whatever. They didn't flaunt that. Well, it's going to be like. I'm not saying it's going to change that or it's going to change, no, no, but I mean, I it's like, like a centerpiece of like his, his character or even new day. Like, Oh no, nah, no, nah, absolutely. They, they are every, they, they are the working class. Every people, you know, the every man that the kids know. Like I, 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 yeah. I put that in. I qualify. Yeah. If I want to go with the, the black yeah, guy, but I'm, like your t- certain type of that, just not your, what your typical, yeah, I'm saying from a sense of even. Yeah, I'm saying even from a sense of even with Dwayne. I mean, we all know, you know, he's part black, but you never really hear that. All you hear is his Samoan heritage. You understand what I'm saying? True. Like that's all they really fought. You know, his heritage to the you know the Anoha family, and you know. I'm just saying, if you're Vince, or if you're any wrestling yeah. company. Yeah. Are you not? Oh. Are you like, hey, let's input? I just think it's pretty obvious why you don't have to put anything extra on that. It's like it's obvious what's marketable, what's going to sell. What's, what, Absolutely. What's going to make the most money, make the most sense, and make the most money. I'm just saying this is a victory for us. You know, he wins the title. Like, I like that theory. And not only to that, for him being the black 
from him, like I said before a couple weeks ago, him working hard, him being the standard bearer. Like he came in, you know, he came in in the era where, you know what I mean? This shit was pretty much like, you know, on life support. This is like, you know, the 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 the, the, the past ruthless aggression into the you know, the PG Cena, you know what I mean? Era, like Cena was the only thing popping, and then, you know, like I said, Kofi had a chance, you know, ten years ago with the whole thing he did at MSG because I was in that in the building that night for that. You know what I'm saying? And like the 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 like. They could have put the the needle behind him back there, but like mm-hmm. I said, I'm happy. You know, never. You know, timing is everything. And, and, and there's another comes. another angle, uh, Mike. As far as like everyone kind of play off the you know cultural stuff. It's like, well, we got us a good one. Like we got us a good represent a representative of of us. You know, we don't got to worry yeah. about Kobe getting pulled over, getting busted for absolutely you know, not. Or, Right. And getting in trouble. You know, anything right. like just that bullshit that we just always kind of just gotta deal with. Yeah, Most of the time, people right. yeah. are flawed, and that's that's fine. But hey, Kobe's is, uh, you know, it's, it's you gotta respect. Get, like, and but but you you would think you would think that would get, um, you know, somebody like Vince or the company to go well. And they see the what they could do on the Today Show, like, but they would never see Kobe, even though, like, in a human way, he embodies all those things you would want. Um, you know, as far as being a decent, decent person, but they don't just historically. Yeah, and I mean, and I mean, you know, that match is going to be probably more the the fifth or. You know, or the, or the first match in the fourth hour, any fucking way from this marathon. And yeah. also, like, I was in shock last night of the whole, you know, Charlotte title change. But in hindsight, here's two things. I mean, I'm disappointed, you know, how they shitting on Oscar and what they doing to her. Like, it's just fucked up. But on the flip side to that also, I see what they're doing. I guess they're trying to make, you know, the match even more significant. And also cutting down a match. Like, you already have 17, what, what, 16, 17 matches? So you're saying Oscar, well, it would have been an issue if Oscar didn't have a match. Yeah. Who's she going to wrestle again? Who's she going to wrestle again? Mandy Rose? No, 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 like, no, nobody wants to fucking do that. On the card. Then she's just yeah. not on the card. I don't think you have to take her to take, you know, take the title off her or just to get her off the goddamn card. And then and not to mention to that. That's just a part of yeah. it still. Like, man. I think that they had to fill spots in that women's battle royal. You won. You know, yeah. Vince probably said, you know, we need to cut down a match or two. Two. And I feel like it's always an out you know, with that match. Like, if you don't know if Becky's going to play, you know, Ronda or submit her or, you know, or tap her or Charlotte. And even if she does tap Charlotte, you know. I I mean, to me, the the scenario, that would be crazy to me. Like, what I would want to see, fantasy booking, if they did that, if they did, like, um, 
how they did at um, Mania 2000 with um, the triple threat with Jericho, Angle, and Benoit. <laughs> and never ever oh. both titles on the line, two pinfalls, yep. and the champion needs yeah, to get one four, I would have, I would have Becky, I would have Becky win the um, Raw title, and I would have Ronda win the SmackDown title and take it from Charlotte. Oh. And therefore, you got, you know, boom, you move Ronda over, you know, for fall. That's how you get Ronda yeah, to SmackDown. Takes a little vacation, and then she shows up on SmackDown for Wow, Mikey was on some whole other shit. I thought we were keeping Ronda from. Having to take uh, a fall like Becky Penn, nah, Charlotte, Charlotte take Becky. both titles are switch, you know, whatever. And, oh. Yeah, I would have, I would have Ronda, I would have Ronda take most of the match, fuck them up, like make it look good. Take um the title off of you know Charlotte first, and then I you know to send everybody home happy. Have um yeah, Becky, Becky take the, the royal title. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Just so like when I, when I I never, but also Mike, it seems like they're heading towards the unification. It seems like that's where. Yeah, I think that's what it is. I think that's what it is. Split in your scenario. And, yeah. yeah. I think that's where they're going to. And also, I was thinking with that with the Drew um, Roman match. I would say, like just like I said once again, fantasy booking. I would have Drew McIntyre just go in there and kill Roman. You understand? Yeah. Like, like just make Drew, Drew just look like a fucking monster. Because, I mean, if Rollins does the job to, I mean, if Lesnar does the job to Rollins, now mm-hmm. you got an already built up animal. Waiting in the wings, like I would like yeah. to see Drew get built up, just but you don't want through Roman, but you don't and, want to make Roman ten times more sympathetic. But you don't want Drew McIntyre to be Seth Rollins' opponent right out of the shoot. Nah, I wouldn't want him to win it out of that. See, no matter what, you know Rollins ain't they, not going to Yeah. Like I said, and I'm staying with it. I already said my two early picks for money in the bank would be either Drew or Andrade. Mm-hmm. And being that, you know, Lesnar's probably taking a hiatus to get ready for, you know, UFC, I will move Heyman over to um, the Drew and just have them dudes just run rough shot over, you know what I mean, over the raw brand till it's time, till about summer slamish. You know, have, you know, Drew win the title from Seth, and then out the crowd out of nowhere, here some Roman Reigns. Like I think they need to be sporadic with Roman because like putting him back full throttle is only going because he hadn't been gone for that long is only going to make yeah. people, you know, like yeah. the support. No, 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 I get the rationale. Like to I, me, I if they have, yeah, yeah. If they if they let you know Roman just look valiant for even coming back fighting against Drew at Mania and have him, you know, never say die, but it's like this just unstoppable badass is just is like just too much, like just too overwhelming, and just have him just lay it on Roman, and they and you might want to add something like, 
you know, to the point where the, the announcers are screaming, like, somebody needs to stop this, and you have maybe a plan or something. A play plan, more, man, like, just, just be so. Yeah, plant fan just <laughs> coming like, fuck that. Like, you can't just do this to our Roman like that. And Drew just walks his ass up to a guarantee. People will be in awe. Like, oh, fuck. Like, they trying to really turn it up. Because I think, um, not for nothing, I think that AJ Orton match, I think that's going to be the show stealing. Really? That's gonna be the, that's my dark horse. AJ Orton. I think I that's that's AJ my dark horse match. Wow. Huh? I mean, I don't think it's that's who Orton like takes it out of out of second gear for. Yeah, definitely. Oh, see, I see. Because it's a stacked up. Yeah, it's a stacked card, and it's like we got something to prove. Nah, we gotta go out there. Make, he want to make a fellow Mega Bro fucking. Yeah. 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 And you know Randy, you know, yeah, and you know how you know, you know Randy and you know Randy, mind his two boys, they going out there. So it was like, oh no, I can't, I got to shit on them. I can't let them, you know what I mean? I can't let fifty year old Dave and and and. and Fifty-one-year-old Dave and fifty-year-old Hunter come out there. You know what I mean? Still, my fucking little thunder. <laughs> I gotta give it to them. I gotta give it to them on this night. And of course, you see, you see where they're going with um Lashley and Finn. You know that it's gonna be Lashley versus the Demon because he already said it. I'm gonna beat the Demon. I'm gonna beat the Demon out of Finn. Like he just so fucking wooden since he came back. Two fucking facial expressions. Fake eyebrows. It's like, come on, bro. Well, he, he, he can't grow them, Mike. <laughs> like, you he can't. He's not, he's not doing the eyebrow thing to box that stuff. That's what he just doesn't have it. Yeah, I know. He, he, he don't have them. <laughs> he doesn't have them. It's like, come on. It's like, you can see that shit coming from the Malloway. Um, I think they do ricochet. And um, I think that's probably why another reason they scrap the women's title because you got to fit the Raw tag titles. You got to fit the SmackDown tag t- Like, they're not even done announcing a fucking card. I'm pulling my do-rag oh, right now. It's just <laughs> fucking ridiculous. Like, it's just like, like this so is I'm, the thought that make you, why don't y'all just make it fucking two days? It's like, damn. Yeah. This is a lot is to you- digest this year, fellas. Cause they sell out both days, you know. Like, yeah, they. I think they could. Definitely sell out both times. Yeah. But and then not to mention, you might have your surprise, Elias. You know what I mean, Rock, Austin, Cena, whoever. Because I heard they've been in heavy, you know, like heavy talks with uh Austin to try to make an appearance. So, you know, you got that. You got all kind of other shit. You, you got the Andre Battle Royal. You got the Women's Battle Royal. Two hours of the pre-show. Come on, man. And by the way, I'm Nah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to it, but it's a marathon. It's a fucking marathon. It wasn't me, or did it look like um, Gallows and Anderson are on their way out the door? 
What you mean? Yeah. Fam, they got pulled from all future bookings like two weeks ago. So when they yeah, reached it, I was up, like, like I, I know what's in here. I know what's The jig is all the way up. I mean, it was clear it was going to be against it. Yeah. And I was yeah. looking at uh fellas. I was looking at the uh I was looking I don't know if you guys caught it. I was looking at the episode eight, the road to double or nothing. Mm-hmm. And towards the end of it, Brandy was on the phone with Dave uh what's his name? Dave Millicent, the um belt maker. Okay. And she had she was holding up like a picture of a sketch, and you could like oh, like it was very yeah it was very visible. So the AW type is going to be in the same vein as the old um mid south title. Oh, the mid south. Okay. Yeah, the big mid south title from um Bill Watts's um company because yeah. apparently. Uh, the owner, Tony Khan, he's a big fan of that style of wrestling. Mid South Crockett, like he's a he's a he's a, a supermarket for the you know, for that era. Yes. Like he's a big fan of that era, so I saw the title, it looks pretty you know, like the sketch, I don't know if that's you know the finality of it, but it looks pretty cool. It looks pretty decent. It looks different. I should probably be watching those things because I'm gonna be lost as fuck. And right, you need to get in tune. You'll be right. You'll be there, Trav. You need to get in tune. They just actually just signed. They actually just signed um Ali too from uh Impact. Yeah, so let's go down. Yeah. Yeah, they signed her. I think they're trying to get Ivy Lee now because. uh, Oh shit! Yeah, um, a couple of the people. Went to court and got their releases granted from uh, Lucha Underground. King Cuerno, so you know he's gonna be, you know, hot on WWE. You know all those, you know the big three: WWE, New Japan, ROH, and AEW. Trail the big four, rather. So yeah, you got King Cuerno, you got Ivy Lee, and I think it's more to come because. The way it's looking, I don't think El Ray is renewing uh, Lucha Underground. I think Lucha Underground is a done deal. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I it, I, I don't think that was something in in its in its uh, form in the, in the form that it was in in its run. Yeah. I don't think there was. I think there's a shelf life for them. Yeah. Because yeah, because it's produced like a show in so many ways. It's like well. TV shows, no matter how good and innovative they are when they first start, you know, five years go by and you know, like landscape change, bro. <laughs> it's like yeah. you ain't the you know these needs no more. So yeah, I, I'm contract. Yeah, I'm kind of actually happy because now other people got you know places to go where they can work because they contract is kind of like fucking slave there. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. What you want, the vacuums? All right, hurry up, because I need... Yeah, go, 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 go. So, right. my man Stop just texted me. Y'all, I assume, at 13 million views on YouTube, have heard the uh, the song Old Town, Old Town Road, by Lil Nas X, or Lil Nas 10. I don't fucking know. 
I'll put that in the group chat. Oh, okay. Um, and so stop. I was like, yeah, I've seen that. And he says, he just texted me back. The song got yanked from the Billboard Country Music because it didn't have enough country elements in it. I'm like, well, they're not lying. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> they're rapping about working and got like a fucking somebody made a fan made thing with red dead in that. That shit almost run its course too. What you think, oh, absolutely. uh Cam? Absolutely. Love and hip hop. It's really once they paid when they paid Joe Budden and Finn to be on there, I was like, Yeah, 'cause now now you're paying people who are in the position to where they don't need the money, so they're right. asking for a lot of money. You know, so yeah, Well Mona man, raped think, a lot of those fucking people, raping you records. Mona Mona raped yeah. a lot of fucking people and made fucking millions of multi-million dollars off of these things to the point where now she has something going on with weed with the marriage boot camp and a growing up hip-hop shit. Yeah. It's like she just, Don't. she just, and the crazy shit about it, Cam, that wasn't even her vehicle. That was um Jim Jimmy jo- Jim Jones's um, wife's vehicle. Yep. Chris, uh-huh. that was her vehicle, but. Mona being a manager, being a you know a, a label and all, knowing how to go in and talk, she went into the meeting with the, the VH1 execs and pitched it like it was her shit, and it was mm-hmm. like okay, so you're the executive producer, just bring out the talent. And now she got everybody from 2005 before in a, in a video 360. It's a cold game. Man. Yeah, it's a cold game. But yeah, uh, back to that Lucha Underground shit. Yeah, them dudes like they had some fucking, they had some old slave deals going on. Yeah, no, no doubt. Dudes can't get released. I know they were, I know they were tied up and locked up pretty tight, and what they could show on was limited. But they were getting paid, right? They were getting paid. I believe the pay. I read it in Observer and Torch. I think. For the fucking year, those guys they were getting fucked. I think they were getting paid like maybe three thousand, five thousand a year, see, or some shit like that. Okay, I mean, yeah. And then, and then you gotta wait till a season is completed, so the fourth or fifth season is completely done for you to even go and sign anywhere else. Yeah, yeah, that's the part I knew was like real screwy and real. Real tight. Yeah, that should have been equivalent to a three sixty deal. Three seasons, like two seasons in the bag, but didn't even know if they were getting a TV deal and all this shit. Yeah, they. 
Or not they know it's it, it, yeah. real and all that stuff. Like, you can't just be having That's why Ray got the fuck up out of it. He got chills in the can. So, yeah, that was. Yeah, it was fucked up. Like, they should shut down. Because it was <laughs> fucked up. Like, those contracts was bad. Those was worse than fucking uh, death row contracts. Yeah. So, um, chances are, what do you, what do you, what do you, and I want to hear from both of y'all. What do y'all see them having seen a do being that, like, I'm starting to hear now an influx of people chanting, we want seen that show. That's a, that's a thing? Really? I mean, especially, you know, in Kurt's, you know, in the Kurt Angle segment, like, oh, people sure. don't want to that does, yeah, I, I saw. I get where where they were chanting. We want seen at that one show or wherever a couple weeks mm-hmm. ago. But like, if that becomes a thing, well, they only have a week and have to go. So, yeah. <laughs> but, man, I didn't know that was actually like. Uh, Are they yeah, doing it at live events and all that? Wow, seen is probably like. Yeah. Another fucking. Another match I'm looking forward to to kill it out there too is Joe and, and Joe and Ray. They I believe they're gonna they kill, kill it out there. Match, so I'm I'm pretty excited. I you know, think they're gonna kill it. I mean, I'm looking more forward to that than than Lashley than Lashley and fucking uh Balor for the eleven thousand time in yeah, four months. Yeah, demon though, and maybe he'll be cool. You know, thank you, thank run, you, bro. Run through Balor, uh, run through Lashley, not run through him, but yeah. Now, hey, Mike, I immediately tweeted uh when you said when you said is it gonna be this week and next week when Dominic uh, when Joe Prince Dominic get to come see the clutch. I tweeted that immediately. I ain't laughed so hard in ages. I was crying. Like, <laughs> I'm going to see it. I'm not going to do that to nobody. Nah, which is, he did. But what, how, how, how much you want to bet he be laid down and catering okay. on this episode of SmackDown through a table? It's, nah, it's, it's going to be fake, though, because at WrestleMania, he's, he's definitely finna, uh hit, hit Ray with a coconut in the back of the head and say, Eddie was my real dad all along. Wow. And then he's going to be a brand oh new kid. Man, why? I just kept I, I just kept thinking, Dominic, don't. Like, Ray, why are you... The question was to Ray about Ray had nothing to do with Dominic, but Ray was like, I think I'm going to let Dominic take this one. Like, <laughs> when I When and I first saw that, I said, oh, Joe was choking him out. He won't. He won't get. He won't get the title because blah blah blah. You know whatever cornball shit he said. But it's like I kind of want to get choked out by Joe now. Now I, I kind of yeah. want Dominic to get. Uh, I want Dominic to catch a big boot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I said he's <laughs> getting choked. Yes. Please believe oh, it. Man. Please believe it. I mean. I mean, above that, like I said, the um, that G1 Supercar, that shit looks crazy, but I'm waiting for that NXT because that's the only thing I'm going to be live at in person this year. Yeah, man. I think um, 
I was talking to we kind of ran down that card. That that's going to be special, man. I'm um I, I'm really you know like how NXT is you know the minors it's developmental. So even though yeah. most of them are damn near my age, I'll look at them like my kids. I'm like. Uh-huh. I really want Velveteen and Matt Riddle to do well. Like, whatever happens. I, I believe, really yeah. Match. Like, I want them to be successful. And so I'm like, yeah. that, I mean, that could definitely, any, any, the only match that's kind of underwhelming and it's not fair is War Raiders and Black and Ricochet. And it's more because, you know, we're so used to Undisputed Era just going out and killing it that first match of the show. That yeah. I'd love to see that rematch. Um, and War Raiders basically had a bye the last month. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. is there anything hard. to that? Like, where have they they've showed up? I think on maybe this episode that's replaying from last week. That's a, that probably so. Because I think tonight, I think tonight is the finals, if I'm mm-hmm. not mistaken, or was last week the finals of the Dusty Classic? I think tonight's it's tonight. Yeah, tonight. Yeah. yeah, tonight is the finals. But I, I expect them to go out there and smash it too. They are gonna kill it because this pretty much yeah, is on Black and Ricochet send off, and then you know yeah, they probably gonna be pulling double duty this week that weekend. Yeah, they're because they're gonna be on like, Mania too. Yeah, man, I think yeah. Adam Cole might make his career this weekend, man. Like seriously. Yeah. Um, to, as good as he is, like he hasn't been, you know, main eventing shows like. Because we, I mean, we know how good he is. We know how good Gargano is. I just think like Adam Cole be, getting to be the game in, in NXT and not having a ricochet and a black there, like NXT has never. They always reload every single time they yeah. reload it. We've never said, "Wow, NXT's laughing at the top." It's his time to run with it, man. Um, yeah, it is. I think he'll get it too. too. To me. Still. Yeah, to me this was this 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 what I was saying based off the card. Cole wins, Riddle wins, and Val Velveteen gets moved up. Um, I'm going with Bianca Belair because it's time to move Shane up. <clears throat> yeah, ain't it's nothing for Shane down there, man. There's nothing. There's nothing else for her to do down there. Especially she's going to be taking a hiatus. And can you imagine when Ronda comes back in whatever August, you know July, yeah. if she comes back that soon? Mm-hmm. You know, you yeah. all thinking on a right, all thinking on the fly. You have Becky beat Ronda. Charlotte mm-hmm. keep the um next I mean the uh, SmackDown title and have Shayna show up on Tuesday and just choke her the fuck out. And let her know, bitch, I'm here. I'm really the goon out of the, like, I'm really the that work out of the four horse woman. I'm here. So, therefore, you have her ready, because anywhere you look at it, I feel like Ronda is going to end up on SmackDown. Remember, the draft is the week later, so I feel like Ooh. she's going to end up over there. I did, in not, the, I, did not, I did not know that or remember that. That's interesting. Yep, the draft so, is the week late. Or the, the superstar like shakeup. Shake yeah. That's the name that's of it now. Yeah. yeah, that's the name of it now. The superstar shakeup. So that's so you know the, that's so we're going to get call ups in NXT from NXT. What the the night after and the Tuesday no, after. Yeah, or is that the all? week after Mania. Yeah, I, I believe. Know. 
I'm talking specifically call us. Yeah, I guess this will be, you know, the night in the, at the main year. We kind of had call ups come up twice yeah. already in the last six months. But still, months. they, but still, none of those call ups have had, you know, a permanent brand. So I or, believe, yeah, 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 that's what they would do. They would be on whatever brands they're going to be on. The uh, newcomers. Okay. Yeah, so I mean, I see, you know, you already have Black and Ricochet. You probably got Gargano coming up, and you probably have Velveteen coming up. Um, Yeah, so with that NXT card, I see Bel Air winning the women's title, Cole winning the NXT title, Matt Riddle winning the North American title, and uh, War Raiders probably keep it. And. I see Walter. That's gonna be that's gonna be a killer match too. Walter and Pete Dunne. My fucking god. When when you when you say killer match, you mean like kill my excitement match? No. They're gonna yeah. No. They're gonna go out there and smoke a lot of dudes. Like like, I feel sorry for who would have to follow them. Mm. They could they could open for me any day. Huh? I said they could open for me any day. They're a nice, a nice, fine opening act. I think that I think that will open the show because you got to think. Um, I mean, well, you know, pretty much the um the takeover crowd is going to be the hardcores. You know, the all the you know all the hardcores. So people are going to know who they are. Yeah. But I think you know to the masses watching at home, I think you know. It'll open the show because not a lot of people won't know who they are, you know, sitting at home. Like, who is this big fucking guy that looks like um the dude from Full Metal Jacket? Yeah, like, the guy. Like, what I call him, I said he looks like Lenny from of Mice of Men and Gomer Powell from Full Metal Jacket mixed in. From Full yeah. Metal Jacket. He looks just like Gomer Powell <laughs> from Full Metal Jacket. And fucking um and Pete Dunn looks like one of those kids that should have been in the Stridex commercial back in the early nineties. Yeah, you call you saying he got the James over almost face? Is that what you saying? He he almost looked like I don't remember if you if you if you guys remember the episode of Saved by the Bell with Crater Face Kramer and they had the old fucking cream that was supposed to clear your face up. Mm. No, I didn't like Saved by the Bell. I did. <laughs> yeah, well, he looks like a Stridex, like a Stridex kid. Wait, who, who did you say like a Stridex kid? He done. I leave Earth 8 Triple H alone, okay? <laughs> Definitely him and Ray Ripley, boy. They, if them ain't Triple H's kids... From somewhere, I don't know who he is, man. But uh, yeah, nah. That's, I mean, I, I was um, I, I was talking about that earlier. Like, I think people who aren't familiar with those two, like, that's going to be a hard hitting physical match. Like, that's I they don't know what they're in for. Like, yeah, that's <laughs> why. Why do they hate each other so much? They don't, they don't even dislike each other. They're just you know, mm-hmm. be done defending his territory. Walter being as bad motherfucker that he is, boy. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'm just thinking about the magnitude of NST. Like, even if all these guys come get called up, which is their their due. It's time for them like they've been on these takeover specials for the past three years or so. All these guys, this proper guys, it's time they are so fucking loaded to like to bear arms. It's like it's they they won't miss a beat. 
They yeah, won't Keith miss Lee a beat. Sitting there, Dijak sitting there. Dijak, um, Keith Lee, Trevor Lee. Um, they got yeah, so much yeah, fucking talent down there. Sky Pirates in the tuck. Um, Trevor Lee will be in the know, audience like, at WrestleMania. You think? ACH, they got so oh, yeah. much fucking yeah. talent down there. It's just ridiculous. Man, uh, like, I don't even know we congratulated my man, my man Stokely for getting signed though. Um, yeah, I Stokely Hathaway. Like, I <laughs> had to reach out to my man. Like, yo, like we gonna have it for you? And like, he, you know, he's not really in the spot he wants to be in. So that's great. So, I mean, whoever's not like, I don't know if they'll ever do anything with him and Riddle, but they should. Like. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, but it's no, crazy. Like they are stacked right there. Like I, I kind of, you still have undisputed era, and there's no reason that has to last. I think Kyle O'Reilly legit has the makings of a single star. I really Absolutely, think, um, absolutely. To me, I always yeah. looked at him, even from his ROH days. I always looked at him and said, he's this generation Brian Danielson. He moves like that. He absolutely moves you like that. You can tell he it's studied like him to the to, – he yeah. studied D- Brian Danielson to the core. Yeah, I mean, you, you have – You can tell that's one of the dudes he studied. Well, you're going to have Montez Ford, like, right there. You, you still have Tyler Bate. You need him. Like, they <laughs> – they're in a good spot. They, they genuinely They're in are. a good spot. I say at least for the next five to six years. Mm-hmm. And I mean, they, I mean he, I'm not the biggest fan of Gunner, but Gunner's right there. Like, as, as a heavyweight heel threat, because he doesn't really, yeah. like, he's a part of that group, but he's not, like, in the tag team with the group. So, yeah. I mean, they, the, they, what, they, what's their name? The, forgot, the Forgotten Bones? Forgotten Bones, yeah. Wow. You got one of them, like. Yeah, they're, they're, they're gonna be fine, man. Um, yeah, I think <clears> this <throat> shit is gonna be interesting, especially once you, you know you got the AWTV kicking. You know what ROH coming with? You know what I mean? NXT once they let all these new cats loose, like it's yo, man, man, man. So, man. any chance? Um, okay, I want to ask you, who is the I was looking at the contract thing today. Whose contracts come up and when? Is there a chance that either or both Shinsuke and Asuka are 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 part of uh, AEW's first TV? Now remember, uh, AEW's first TV. We don't know when that's going to be. Whether it's in October or January or next month. Um, yeah, I can't spread it all. Either, either or I should say, who has the most likely chance, or is it just both out of the Um, I will go with Oscar because, I mean, like, look at what they're doing. Like, she's just been misused. I mean, they have a chance to clean it up. And I think they will once they sort out, you know, the situation with this, you know, this, there's a lot riding on this main event. So I feel like the attention, you know, is focused solely on that and then the, the rest of the women later. You understand? So I feel like they have a chance to clean it up. All they got to do is put her with a speaker. 
because you know that's a pet peeve of his. She can't talk English, so she or great English. So you just put her with somebody that can talk. You give her a poor Heyman, or if uh, what's the name's career? You know, Emery career is over. Alexa Bliss, you give her Alexa Bliss and make Bliss her mouthpiece. Alexa can talk because I believe her Emery career is over, close to being over. Like all these concussions, you know, back to back concussions, she doesn't have so. And that show was the shits Monday. That was that. That was a bad segment. Yeah, she's that not was good a horrible segment. She she's very good at talking up a wrestling match and talking down to her opponent and mm-hmm. talking about um, and insulting the crowd. Like she's very good at those things. She's very good. She's at not a wrestling personality. At, personality yet. Yeah, she's she's very good at, at direct communication. Um, as far as just just holding court, that that's not her thing. No. Yeah. I could see her being, you know, the five-foot big mouth, braggadocio. I got the, you know, I got the, the Empress of Tomorrow, with, you know, her talking all this shit and getting, you know, Oscar in the shit and have Oscar as, as just a straight fucking wrecking machine, how she was. Mm-hmm. And her cowering and hiding behind Oscar every time she run her mouth off. I think they could pull that shit off. Either way they go, whether if they go baby or if they go heel, you know what I say. I think they could pull that shit off. I think the the hard part would be coming up with a uh, coming up with a reason why I want to. Yeah, and I think as far as Shesuke go, I think you know his family is comfortable, you know, in the U.S. They like Florida. He loves surfing, shit like that. You know, you like America. Uh, make uh, big are you money. making an AEW pitch or are you making a WWE pitch? <laughs> I mean, I don't think we'll see him at AEW's first show. We'll probably see him okay. down the line because he's going to milk the cow. I believe, I believe that's like, why he came. In the, you know, in the first half of 2019. It could be like November, but I think it's like April or June. I don't think it's April, but it's, it's this year. Let's see, it's, 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 that I'm sure of. So, again, if they're going to show until January or February or, or March next year, this time next year, their TV, I mean. Um, yeah. Because they're doing and, another one. Just the way they've been booking them so consistently, I just don't think they have any plans on offering him anything close to what he's been getting the last four years uh, on his original deal. Yeah. And I don't know. Yeah, so I think AEW is going to give him something comparable, and and it'll be less work. Yeah, you got a point there. And he'll be in Florida, yeah. you know, well, Florida they are, but you know, and he will flourish, and he will flourish more as opposed to languishing in the fucking lame duck mid card bottom, you know, team with a uh, Rusev. Unless then they're gonna put some steam behind them, you know, at the mania and make them. Because you got to think about it, too. Uso's contracts are coming up, too. So that might yeah. be the team they might put the steam behind and, you know, Who, have them just kill Uso. I mean, on the SmackDown front, put the steam behind Rusev and not, and not oh, to get the, you know, the scratch off of yeah. yeah. Well, shit, they've been treating Uso, uh, uh, Rusev and Nakamura like just fodder, mid-card fodder for so the to last me, two months. I mean, how, how yeah, they can't turn to around me, the and Uso's, yeah, I mean, to me, Usos has reached it. I think they reached it. 
they reach their their ceiling and W is nothing more you can really do with them neither. It's like you want yeah, to and I don't even think that's it's thumb. not even a bad thing. It's not like it's just a film and new days. Yeah. Another dude I see AEW signing in the near future <clears throat> is their fucking is their fucking cousin. He is fucking Who's that? Um Jacob Thomas the Thomas Werewolf. Will. Yeah, Tom, oh. uh, Tonga Kid, son. Jacob. Oh, okay. I don't know that. Yeah, that dude, is, that dude is that dude is the truth. He reminds me a lot of his uncle. He reminds me a lot of his uncle, but a little bit more, you know, a little bit more fit like, by the a big dude. The guy was supposed to take over Jimmy Snooker's spot and just didn't catch on. Yeah, Tonga, Tonga and Rikishi are twin brothers. Maybe we're talking about We might be talking about Yeah. No, Tonga Kid. Tonga Kid and Rikishi are twin brothers. They're brothers. Okay. And um, Umaga is their younger brother. That's okay. the relation with them. That's the relation with them. You know, Uso is Jamal. Rikishi, huh? Jamal oh, is Umaga. Yeah, well, what was the other one? Rosie, that's Roman's brother. Yeah. He died too. Remember, he died a couple years ago. Oh shit, Rosie died. The shit. Yeah, the yeah. shit. Superhero <laughs> <and> training. <laughs> Damn, Rosie. Yeah, Rosie passed away a couple years ago. I believe he had leukemia as well, if I'm not mistaken, or some form of cancer. Ooh. Yeah, Rosie passed away. And uh what's the name son is out there too? Samu. Well, you know it's about <laughs> On the Indies, there's about maybe another 50 family members out there. Yeah, that yeah, fucking yeah. family is large. Yeah, yeah. Females and all, that family is large. But yeah. the next, the exactly. dude who has why next, you, again, why wouldn't you want to get in on some of that <laughs> if you're like yeah. wrestling promoter? <laughs> like, no, hell yeah. Let I mean, be, AEW let you be black and Mexican, or let you be Irish and Mexican, but your ha- your Mexican part is Guerrero. What do you think they're gonna focus on your yeah. fucking Irish bullshit Irish part that nobody cares about? <laughs> no, nah, you're right. You got you're right. You're absolutely right. But I see them like my thing is they better hurry up and scoop them before you know Vince and them put the clamp on them and tell them, hey, your family's here. You might as well come. You know what I mean? Because yeah. right now he's on um MLW and I believe MLW is soon to be a partner with AEW. So like as far as trading talent, which is good. Let's get a- Let's get another another voice in the mix. Uh, Cam has dropped off. Uh, he he didn't, wasn't able to say goodbye, but he has dropped off. Uh, Rich Fan uh, uh, joins us. Turn your radio down, Rich. Mike, my dude, what's going on? Mr. Fan, how you doing, Rich? Good. I'll be back home next week. I'm feeling very good. Okay, okay. Getting getting ready for this uh this Mania marathon. Be seventeen, yeah, well, see, be seventeen gonna, matches. I'm like, I don't know. Unless they send me the email from WWE, I'm not actually. This will be the first time I do the Mania trip and not actually go to Mania. Well, remember, yeah, I'm, I'm, I know you said Rich. There's a new. There's the guy that we dealt with before. Isn't exactly the isn't the, the middleman anymore or whatever's happening. But they well, also he is, like, but like the dude, like in what's that? Spencer, right? But they also like to keep you in in limbo till 
two weeks out, typically a week out. And then they're like, oh, okay, here's mm-hmm. the thing. Here's the thing. Because to be fair to them, they are getting everything finalized for the build and for all the access. And so they don't want to give you information four weeks out, six weeks out, and then got to change it two weeks out. So they do keep you on the hook. So hopefully <laughs> you'll hear something from him. And if not, shit, rattle Wade's cage, make him uh, get on the line, start to call with some folks. Yeah. Shoot. So, Richard, yeah. I was just telling the trash. I'm like, I about, might just um, go to. Oh, no, I was listening. I was listening. No, 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 no. No, that's the idea. That's the idea, Rich. I think I'm, I ain't no fan. I'm just doing takeover, and that's it. I watch Mania from home. And then, you know, like weather-wise, like checking ahead, I don't know. They um kind of predicting rain anyway. And I'm not yeah, with the rain shit, because, yeah. Last time it was at the Meadowlands, it rained. But because they had that Statue of Liberty, like, awning, I had bought yeah. tickets in the obstructed view section, so it didn't rain on me. But no, ain't yeah. no way you get me out there in the rain for seventeen matches. Not in that, not in that, um, not in that life, because there's no shelter. Trust me, I just did this no. whole rain shit with me and my lady. We went to the um Jay Z and Beyonce concert last uh, August, and it rained for about a fucking whole hour before they came back out and performed. I'm Crap. talking about. Thunderstorm, like crazy. And then God, they came back out and performed. It ain't worth it, man. It's too crazy. It is not. It is not. It's definitely not. And then, you know, the person who I was buying the tickets for the most, my baby, you know, my baby boy, my youngest boy, he'll be eight the day after Mania on the ace. He's going, oh, you know, nice. to Orlando. So. He won't even be there, so I figured Now just, what about you know, next year? Would you would you try to do WrestleMania and then like maybe Disney? Yeah, definitely. Because it's only like I think it's like a two hour drive from uh Tampa. <clears throat> yeah, definitely. I've never been to that part of Florida, so I'm I like I've always wanted to go to Tampa, Florida. I've never actually been to that part of Florida. I've been to Orlando and, of course, Miami. I've never been to mm-hmm. um, Tampa. So, like, I think that would be a cool trip. Tampa, and, you know, I would love for the whole East Coast cast to click up whenever they announce that AEW all in New York or something like that or California or something because I believe um the belief is what? The next all in in September is back in Chicago, right? Mhm. And um, I want to get you know you and Trav's thought on you know being that they just did the signing you know together the autograph signing. What you think the prospects are seeing CM Punk and AEW or paying maybe at the next All In in Chicago? I think it depends on where he is mentally, because if he wants to do it, it seems like they kind of asked him about it, and then he was kind of like, nah. And, you know, I, I, I think at that point, though, it, thinking about Kurt Angle, you're also now going to be at, what, seven years out? Yep, just about six or seven years out. But I think he could still go, though. Oh, I think he could, but I'm just worried about him. It'll be easier for him to kind of well, he didn't get have hurt. Any or, major injuries or... He didn't. He left because of a 
you know, combination, you know, just <laughs> the pressure and the sheer amount of small things and nagging injuries and sickness and that supposed bulge in his back and all that kind of stuff. But like one thing that yeah, can an arm injury at me, he's fine and he's been training and you know trying to be a fighter for the last three four years. And so uh, it's I think it's really cool on the first respect if he wants to do it. And if he thinks, yeah, his, I bet his entire his more his issue would be with the people. Have I waited too long? And have I you know again whole new generations come up behind me. Yeah, his name stretch. I believe his name stretched long enough. And if he does come in, I believe he'll be one of the guys that comes sure, in for that time. Fans, you know, thinking, but I'm sure he's he would have to deal with that internally. Like, yeah. Man, do, what kind of impact do me, I make? I don't want to come back and and I just I'm just a guy in the second company. I'm not even nah, to me, to me, if he does come in. To me, there's only two things that two places they could go off the rip with, you know, for visibility purposes. I believe you put the title on either him or Jericho, or had that be your first title suit. Yeah. And had Kenny be the incumbent, you know, on the chase, on the climb. Like, Adam Page, I know he wants it, but I don't feel like, I believe he's about a year off from really, you know, tapping in and, 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 and reaching, like, superstardom, like, on a different level, because he has the potential. Like, he's charismatic, he's got that size, and he can go. And he can talk. So, but I say he's, like, a year away from that. But off the rip, you know, you know, as far as visibility and name, you know what I mean? If they can pull a move and get a dude like Punk, and then, you know, you might have – uh, Ambrose sign, and you might have a Usos coming. You know what I mean? That that'll be that'll be very interesting. That'll be very interesting. Yeah, and I was listening to what you were saying. I, I think, and I, may, I I sent it in the group. Yeah, I mean, with Travis, with if you read, I don't know if you got a chance read Nakamura's book, and you will never doubt that as long as he's getting paid well he won't be leaving WWE because he and, just wants to surf and he is on a retirement tour. Like right, he gave okay. up his body doing the MMA stuff and strong style. And he realized toward the end when everybody like Tanahashi was pushing him to have better matches and Hey, let's give a little bit more in the ring. He's like, nah, I'm not about that life anymore. Right. Yeah, I looked at his. I actually, because you know, um, on YouTube they've been putting up, you know, like history lessons on, you know, the different factions of New Japan, and I looked at the chaos story, and I looked at, you know, his travel, his pilgrimage, you know, from to where he started to where he ended up. You know what I mean? I watched him get slapped in the face by Antonio Inoki for losing, oh uh, uh, for losing the MMA, um, for losing one of those what was it, the Pride or or MMA K one fight? And Antonio and well, Listen, Mike, how would you react to that? How would you re- I, I just need to hear it. I just need to hear it. I mean, the old, you, I'm, the old Mike, I probably would have fucking killed Antonio Inoki off the old rip. <laughs> like, if I was close to my, you know what I mean, my slammy, but him being, you know, that dude and casting that big a shadow, <laughs> shit, Antonio might have him your cool and chop my motherfucking arms off. Huh? <laughs> 
I said Antonio would have felt the glizzy. I'd have hit him at least six times. Well, yeah, um, well you would have had to put six in him. Yeah, but like <laughs> him being him being that guy, you got to take that. You got to eat that, <laughs> and dude ate that. And look what he turned down and came. Like I think that's what lit the fire under his ass for him to be the king of small style. Look what he came back and did. He went to Mexico and all that for a little while. Got some flavor on him. You know what I'm saying? And he came back. You know what I mean? They probably had him hold up. Had a couple little hot, you know, Mexican ladies out there. And he came back to King of Strong Staff. Same thing with, uh, what you call it? Uh, he was going, he was floundering too. He was floundering too until he um went to Mexico and hooked up with Roosh and Andrade and all those guys. And they put the, you know, they put the swag on him and he came back. New Japan as, you know, the leader of um, Los Angeles Nobles, New Japan. That's not, mm-hmm. that's not a word. Because um, he was floundering, too. He was going nowhere, too. Like, they're all but up they're on the one that's going to impact getting, uh, getting disrespected. Yeah, they were. Uh, yo, I never knew Tanahashi. I never knew Naito. I never, I mean, well, I knew Okada, but I never knew a lot of those all guys had frequented, had visiting impact. Yeah, they would do them bullshit World Cups and World X Cups and bring in a bunch of people I never heard of from Mexico and Japan. I'm just thinking. And then I'm, and then I was looking, and then I was looking at the um on YouTube because they had the entire first um, the first ever um impact um pay-per-view in its, you know, entirety on the tube, on everything. And it's like, I looked up there and I said, yo, did they so drop the fucking ball? They so dropped the fucking ball. When they were doing them and they were trying to be the quote-unquote alternatives, man, it was a whole different program. And I got to give the devil his due, even though this dude, you know, had fucked up even at at that whole era with um Russo with the SEX, the Sports Entertainment Extreme. That was kinda cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, until it wasn't. Like everything else huh? just gets over it gets overdone and watered down and just oh you know, they just push it too far. Sports Entertainment Extreme if it lasted for eight months it was or I don't even think it did. But if it lasted for eight months, it was probably only cool for like three. Yeah, that was a kind of cool thing, you know, but, you know, as usual, they dropped the ball, fucked it up, wanted to be WWE like, and now they got the feel, they have the feel of that era again. You know, the little clips I do see of the, you know, the now program on YouTube, but it's like, it's too little too late now. Y'all on the fucking uh, poker channel or whatever the... Whatever it is, you know what I mean? Channel that's Texas Holdem channel. I don't know. Whatever channel it is they on. The nature channel. What is it? The nature chip pursuit or whatever. Yeah, pursuit. Super pursuit. It's too little too late. To me, I see them merging with AEW within the next 12 months or so. What you guys think? 
Merge? Yeah, well, even, you know what I mean? That's what I mean. I'm talking about them being consolidated. Them being consolidated. You can't consolidate nothing, you know, with, no. Right, that's nothing. Well, I, well let me rephrase it. Finish, just go out of business and whatever things you wanted, if yeah. you wanted, and it will be talent. I mean, you're not, you don't want any impact. I right. just pick the talent. Because, before you, long, because look at the guy who's running. Yeah, you're right. But look at the guy who's running Impact. He's good friends with the vice president of ACW, AEW, and that's from Don Callis. Okay. I'm, yeah, I'm not saying Don Callis won't have a job waiting for him once fucking Impact Yeah, goes. of course he does. Yeah. But I don't think he can't you think of he, it as in, in any kind of merger or official kind of you know, Kenny and Jericho are, you know, in tight. And like I'm Dixie quite Carter sure. And her oil money that she had, or what was left of it at that time, were running out of a damn storage unit. That was five years ago. And these people, right. you know, so we're, we're, we're past the storage unit era of office, yeah. of TNA offices, impact offices. So, yeah. Yeah. I, and, and taking a shot in the dark, I think you know, with the influence and with them being partners with Triple A and Conan and all that, I could see um, LAX making that jump to A. But isn't LAX two, two whole different people that anybody that I'm used to? Like LAX to me, is oh, yeah, it's not, it's and, not, it's not. Yeah, it's not OG yeah. LAX. There's new yeah, LAX that's been wrestling around the world. Like they wrestled um, Gresham. They wrestled, uh, what is it, uh, Gresham and uh, Chris Brooks yeah, this is, for, for yeah, progress. Santana. Uh, Santana, and I can't remember the other dude. Big, uh, big Ortiz. dude. I can't remember. The kid, Ortiz. Ortiz. Yeah. He's got it. Trav, he's got it. He's got something. Santana is good, too. Like, they are a dope fucking team. Like, they are, to me, they are like the next edition of LAX. You know what I mean? But, you know, more athletic, you know, to the mold of, the, you know, the tag teams that we have. Because they, like um, Rich has said, they have been all around the world. And people give rave reviews to the match they had on the, um, the Jericho Cruz oh, against the, the, the Young Bucks. The uh, Lucha Brothers. Oh, the Bucks, right. They, I know they had a really good one with the Lucha yeah, Brothers. They, I saw. Yeah, they yeah. I saw the one with the Lucha Brothers too, uh, when the Lucha Brothers won the uh, tag titles from them. Tore the fucking yeah. house down. They said them and the Young Bucks tore the fucking house down. Those guys are good. I can see them coming, and I can see another dude to me who's a future star. He's been around for a while, but I believe, you know, with the right kind of platform, he'll be there. And that's um that kid Killer Cross, Kevin Cross. <laughs> Like his presence, like almost how he it reminds me of a cross between Jake the Snake and early Stone Cold. Stone Cold when he first turned from Stone Cold when he was talking in that monotone, like mm. that monotone flow, like like that. That's who Kevin Cross kind of reminds me of. Like I, I and I hear um impact, uh Johnny Impact that is, no pun. That, you know, WWE is looking to pick him back up. So nah, for fuck's sake. Get him out it of here. It makes sense. No, it Why? makes sense because they wanna 
they want to they want to get somebody in there that they can stick in their B movies, and then also have a way they can slowly bleed out TNA without saying they're doing it. Because remember, you now have Jeff Jarrett as one of their. You do because you have Jeff Jarrett and the old TNA guys that you've been leeching for the last couple of years, and they're all going to be either pro Triple H guys or guys who can get revenge on the people who were in the company and didn't back them and help help it die. Right. Absolutely. They're petty. Absolutely. Travis, you've been around it long enough. You know, like, mega petty. Like, the dude was selling Global Ford Gold, and now he's, like, in the room again. Global Ford Gold. He was. And then, you know, all the rest of the talent, you know, being that Chalice is the guy that hits. You don't think AEW guys is going to have the inside track on, you know, when who's track contracts and things and shit like that is up and who's disgruntled and who want to move over. Another another female to watch too is Kira Hogan. Yeah, I yeah. follow her on on Instagram. Um, I don't. I've never seen a match, but she's good. She's she's good. pleasing. You know. She's, Not the best name. Yeah, she's good. Yeah, Kara Hogan and um, Jordan Grace. They need to get them up out of there. They need to leave quick because it's a sinking ship, and it's sad. It's like they waited too long to do what they're doing now. They should have did this shit five years ago when they still had Spike team five, six years ago when they still were on Spike. Mm-hmm. Spike executives told them. We'll do business with y'all for years, but we don't want Russo. <clears throat> we don't want him anywhere near this product anymore. And like a dumbbell, she let Russo sink her ship, just like he helped see um, WCW. To this day, like my cousin in theory feels that that was an inside job. That Vince had sent him there to destroy the company from inside. Yeah. <laughs> I can't go sign that. Nah, because he got released. He got outed too quick. He got outed too quick. He was running around like he was the brainchild of that attitude shit, which he was. A lot of the concepts and shit he came up with. But it wasn't just him. It was, you know, you know what I mean? It was the worst. It was a lot of other people that put in work. That's the, you know, Paul, all those cats that's still there, Ed Kolsky, all those guys. And then at the end of the day, he had the, at the time, the greatest editor in the world. So it was like you didn't come up with those concepts because, you know, this. Did you run through that whole thing and not say Ed Ferrara? Who, Ed Ferrara? Yeah. Oh, yeah, Ed Ferrara, yeah. Yeah, Ed, yeah, Ed was his right-hand man. Ed was the promo guy. Ed was the promo guy. He worked a lot, you know, closely with, um, you know, Gewurz and Rock and all that shit on his promo. But, you know, Gewurz was Rock's guy from day one. That's why he snatched Gewurz, you know, with him to this day. And the worst is what? Ain't he the president of the seven bucks? Um, yeah, he's up there. He snatched him to this day. So, 
But then at the end of the day, like, they are just co-writers. The writer of the show isn't always will be. Is that 70-something-year-old man we seen the other night? But I think this should be it. Like, this should be his passing of baton of mania. You know, with, with this mania, I actually did 35 of them. Pass the baton, please, and get out of the way. Because yeah. it's like even to now, like, he's switching shit up on a day-by-day basis. Like, think about it. Him taking that and putting that title on Charlotte, that was a change on the fly scene. All right, what can we do to make this match bigger? Now we put it on ESPN. Now this is the week we go into this media frenzy. Like, we got to make this shit, like, even more epic than it was, you know? And then them not having a proper challenger for, for Oscar. That's acting in, like I said, 17 matches and, you know, having to shift shit around because, like I said earlier, they hadn't even announced, you know, the two tag team title matches for the um for the damn pay-per-view yet. You know? So it's like... Damn, where do those fit in? Do you put them on a pre-show? Do you put one on? I think the SmackDown tag titles will probably go on a pre-show, and the Raw they will put on the main stage because, I mean, where do you go? You can only do Revival versus Ricochet and Alistair Black. Like, that. that's the only thing that makes sense. And where I'm going is the main event of the Yeah. All right, yeah, that's uh, pretty much it for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. let's uh, see who else we yeah, Always a pleasure, my dude. All right, fellas. Talk Thanks to for y'all, Mike. Mike. Appreciate you. And that was Mike from Brooklyn. Uh, let's let's uh, we got. Oh, I was gonna go to Kylan, but it looks like Black Dog's been hanging on. For a bit. Well, so is Craig, but we're gonna bump Craig a little bit. It's a post bump. <laughs> hey man, you been in Miami living it up. Let's humble that man for a little bit. Let's uh, head out to Long Island. Taking forty seems fun. <laughs> and get Will on the line. That is, that is you, right, Will? What up? Yeah, what's what's going on, fellas? How y'all doing? Hey man. Good. Doing okay. What's going on, Rich? What's going on, Rich? How you doing, man? Uh, first time talking to you in a long time. Long time. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Yeah, I just took a nap in my office because I got to be here a little late, and then I woke up and saw East Coast cat. Because you're a terrible professional. <laughs> no. See? So I'm not going to take up too much of your time tonight because um, a lot of stuff y'all talking about you know, already, but... um. Hmm. I had a. I was talking to my coworker earlier today, and we were kind of you know, going through the whole media weekend, you know, deal. And uh, I, I'm telling you, I'm super excited for for Takeover to enjoy five title matches in one uh, one show. Uh, and then uh, I'm trying to think about what I'm going to do for uh, bring my next show for uh, for Mania to sit down and enjoy, uh, you know, all that all that wrestling. <laughs> but um. One of the things we were talking about was this whole title change, you know, with Oscar and, and Charlotte. And of course, you know, it was just it was just mentioned about how to boost up that 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 match a little bit more. But with that whack looking trophy they had last year for the Ladies Battle Royal, um, I, I just somewhere I just felt it was a little bit better. If, if, if you made, 
Yeah, yeah, you know, the, the, the uterus trophy, you know. Yeah, the uterus um, trophy, yeah. If they actually, <laughs> what, what if they actually put that put the title on that one? That would have made that, that battle royal a little bit better than, than what it would be now, you know, and just, I don't know, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. You're saying they should have had Oscar defend their title in the battle royal? I mean, why not? Maybe have the, the World Rumble with Roman defending his championship a couple of years ago. Why not make that battle? Don't put him in that per- in that situation. That wasn't like fair. You know, I mean, just you're trying to figure out who's ready for Oscar. Like, put the whole roster up there. See who's ready for Oscar. See who can, wow. you know, sneak past her, you know, in, in, the, in that kind of thing. So. I mean, it's just like I, I appreciate what Charlotte does. I appreciate what this is all about and everything. But personally, I just wouldn't. I I I feel so bad for Oscar, you know. Yeah, I mean it's a it's 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 crap. I mean, just and it's not even two weeks out taking the title off it to add a little more spice to this bullshit over here that we really didn't even want uh, in its in its yeah. current form. But it's you had something that you could have gone with that would have been just like a tremendous one A to Ronda and Becky. And you got Ronda and Becky and Charlotte Optic too at the top of WrestleMania. That is much better than a uh, prestige wise than some bullshit triple threat match uh that they contrived in the last, you know, six, eight weeks. Right. And I mean, literally, you got Oscar Charlotte and then Becky Ronda to end the show. Like, no Brock, Brock, uh, Brock, uh, Brolin's in the middle. You legit have those two, those four women in the show in two matches. That's a, that's a, that's a, and then if you want to unify those titles and do stuff, you do it in a more logical way. You, 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 you build TV around it. You make some fucking money off of the idea. You know, just all oh, I mean, well, here's a match that two weeks ago didn't exist. Now I'm back. He's the undisputed women's champion. Like, what? Like, <laughs> like, why not? Why not have it? Why not have it? If you're going to have like, maybe if they have another evolution, you know, this year, if you had another all women's pay per view, make that be like, sure the like we're going to unify those titles. You know, yeah, we, we have that's in October though. I mean, it, it that might be sense. too late if it's a, if, if there if the, the the idea that Fox does not want a brand split, they just want. In the part three, unifying certain you know tag titles and and having the women's tag titles float, um, that could you know it could just be they're bowing to the network pressures because you know they just gave a billion bucks. So, so let me ask y'all this: what what would be what would be your tone opener, your opener for Mania, the actual main pay per view? What would you have as your opening match? To set the tone for the whole show. Mm, Andre Battle Royal. You, so you so that's going to be my tone match. I, I, I'm just being facetious, I guess. Well, no, you but. can't. If you have Saturday Night Live guys in it, you can't have that. You can't bury that on the pre-show. Yeah, they they can't have those. Like that'll probably be a mid-hour two match. <laughs> I, I think to open it. Yep, you probably go with the right demon. Whenever the battle royal comes out, you know you probably got like if it came out at the if they came out at the three hour mark, well you probably got three more hours of show left. <laughs> but, yeah. 
Well, let me ask you this. What would you think? Because, you know, kind of the idea I was I was thinking about going around today was um, what if we had Brian and Kofi open the show? Yeah. I mean, yes. That, that, that makes that gives it the feel of Edge as the world champion in 2010, and it just had him and Del Rio, so whoever's the champion on SmackDown, opening pay per view with that their title. Yeah, what was that? Was that that was that um, Sheamus and Brian? That wasn't the opener. One or whatever. An 18 second yeah. match. That isn't. I don't think that opened. Yeah, that was the Sheamus match where he kissed uh, AJ and then ate that bro kick. And it was right. like, that was a That's kind of what we're talking about. That was I'm going to look it up real quick on the power of Google. Yeah, yeah, we're not going to get out of the car. I mean, the reason I was saying Brian and Kofi is like, because we already know the women going forward with the show. specifically say tone. So you're trying to get a seven-damn-hour show you know, uh, uh, headed in the right way. And I'm not sure if that's, if, if you got a seven hour show, you should think like that. I'm not saying your first two hours have to be boring, but I'm just saying, I don't think mm-hmm. you have to put a ton into those first two hours. Like, I don't think that has to be the most exciting two hours. Because if, 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 if the main show is a legit five hours, I just don't know if that first two hours should be like, there should be gangbusters still. Whoa! Holy crap. Are y'all still watching NXT? Watch this. Yes. Yeah. Oh, watching a little bit. Oh, what, um, what, 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 what's, what's happening? Uh, Lacey Lane. So dreads. Mm. She did okay. like this springboard, like something you see Ray or somebody do in like 98. Yeah, four, that was the opener. Four. That was the re- opener to WrestleMania 28. Oh, wow. Okay. Sheesh. They got that okay. out, I think, quick. I felt really good about, you know, being, being at Mania. And I still feel good being there just for the sake of being there. But it's like, I'm trying to think, how do you, with all the stuff they have going on in the convoluted stories, how do you make that full, you know, at least the main show, like, how do you book that? What, like, what order do you put the matches, you know, because if they, if they do that whole demon thing with, with, with you know, Lashley, that's going to have to be sometime when it's, it's dark outside, you know. So it's like, all right, what show, what yeah. match is going to be in the beginning that and how how are you going to book it so you're not rushing everything to the last you know two and a half hours? So. Well, that's the thing. I, I think the last couple of years we've seen they don't rush shit. I'd like them to put a little giddy up in there, <laughs> little, you know, a little pep in the giddy up or whatever, however the saying goes. You know, like movies, movies like not every match got to be twenty five minutes. <laughs> you know, the match can be twelve minutes. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. And, so, and it's never going to be. I mean, I, I can't see Brock going 25 minutes. You know, so that going to be a little bit quicker for, for a championship match. We've seen Brock go for a half hour, Brian. A lot of it was stalling with Brian in the beginning, you know. But still. Right. 
So you think that's probably going to be on one of the third hour, right? Probably. You know, Batista Triple H does not have to be a long match by any means. Right. You know, Orton, Orton and AJ, while they can get this stuff in, it doesn't have to be a long match. Angle, whatever Angle's match is going to be doesn't have to be a Please don't let it be a long match. Angle's going to be a long match. No. Angle's going forward. Go home. Shane the two time. Shane the two time. Who else? Uh, I mean, are, are they... Are they doing the tag matches, you know, titles, or are they going to do, like, a four-way each, each one, or what? I mean, she had her, sorry, she had, Casey got, had her chance. She fought off uh, Shayna. She double-drop-picked Jasmine and, and Shafir off the eight, out of the ring. And then she ducked under another Shayna attack and should have just hauled ass to the back and went home. But no, she wanna try to do another move on Shane and got caught with them uh, uh <laughs> stupid choke that she does. Submission magician. Cool. Yeah, hey, hey, Shane the two times handling that business. <laughs> oh Hey, look at Shafir. Oh my goodness. What is Shafir's first name? I can't. I want Marina. to say Aria. Marina. Marina. My goodness, Marina. That lower body. Sheesh. I didn't know why Roddy picked her. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you, know, you know why the, 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 the side of the back break. I wanted to break that back. Oh, my God. Come on, Will. That's way too risque for a Will. That's a lot. <laughs> that is a lot. <laughs> Uh, so yeah. So anything else for us before we go, Will? No, no, no not really. Uh, everything was going through in the in the previous like hour and a half of uh, previous fall, but you know, hour and a half. I feel seen. Well, <laughs> <laughs> listen, I, I I asked all the questions at the first three hours game. I don't know what right. I was asked. Fair. I don't know. Is he calling? Yeah. I don't know. Is he calling out Mike? Mike did like a forty minute segment. <laughs> I'm, y'all, nobody calling Mike out because I ain't trying to bring him back to his old days. No, no, <laughs> yeah, me I'm going to let him rock. I'm, I, I don't yeah. want him following me at TakeOver. You know, I'm, hey, I'm going to leave it alone. You know, he got it. Smoke. Just like I said. I'm going to take off the Long Island, boy, boy. <laughs> nah, nah, that's all right. Brooklyn is his home turf, man. I, I ain't trying to I ain't trying to have a home game with him. Yeah. yeah I love 718 in good hands. When Mike took over for <laughs> so y'all fellas, y'all have a good one, man. Y'all have a good one. Talk to you, right, Mike. Well. Appreciate you. And uh, that was Will from Long Island. <clears throat> Let's, uh, hey, Kylan's on the line. Let's talk to Kylan. Yeah. Kylan, what's, what's going on, man? Not much. How are you and Rich doing this week? Excellent. Okay, Kylan. Excellent. We still got to talk about that dinner, so that way I make sure Damn. I get that night squared away. Yep, um, next Friday. Next Friday, got it. Okay, so I got the uh, Ring of Honor show at 7.30, so would you like me to show up before that or after? What's easier for you and your family? Um, doesn't matter. Uh, you, you... You can 
I was many times between probably five and nine or anywhere anywhere in that neighborhood. Are you headed to the furlough? Okay. Uh, oh, you said Friday. Oh, you said Friday, Colin. I'm sorry. So Friday is Battle Riot. That's at 7. So I will try to be there by 5 p.m. Okay. That, that works. Oh, what did you say, Travis? Is, I'm sorry. Is, is Miss Furlow going to cook? She, uh, yep. she, put her foot, she put her foot in it back yep. in 2013. Yep. We're, we're, we're having pretty much... The same thing. Man, man, I'm about to come up just for that. <laughs> we, we, we serve for you. Okay. All right. So, yeah, so what's on your mind uh, this week? Um, well, I don't know if you and Cam covered this, but... Uh, Jojo Offerman is having a mini Bray or Bray <laughs> Yeah, Jojo's pregnant, like big and pregnant too. So it's like, oh, that's where she's been, kind of thing. So good, for, good for them. I wonder if uh, if this changes the Bray timeline on a return. Like, how does that affect his, you know, his, you know, uh, what I assume is going to be a comeback in 2019? So, we'll see. Well, Jojo's jo- jo- uh, social media staff made it clear that she's not leaving, so presumably... Bray won't be leaving either, but leaving what? What do you mean? The, the company. Oh, why is that even a topic? Who who said they were? Because or? because you know people were all scared after JoJo was gone for the first month. Oh, why is she not here? Oh, oh, that's just. Understandable speculation, and then when you find out, it's like, like I said, like, oh, oh okay, everything comes together. So no matter what you thought in the prior, you know, four or six months, I mean, it's like, oh, okay. I just again now shifts to, I assumed Bray would be a part of the, you know, night after mania kind of uh, 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 re-debuts and you know that kind of thing. Um. I just wonder if that because if she's six months pregnant, I right she looks about. I mean, I don't guy. I don't know, around pregnant women a lot, but just looking at her belly, you know, she's like, oh, she's probably between five and seven months. So, do you go back on the road when you're about to? But that happens for wrestlers all the time. Kofi Kingston even that was part of his promo a couple weeks ago. Like, I didn't see my kid. Halloween and this and that. So it's not for a guy like Kofi Kingston, who all his kids were born since he's been in WWE. You know, I I I, I wonder if he's, you know, he's probably. It's not unusual that people don't see their kids born and all that stuff. So does he get any special treatment? 
You know, like, so what? You had a baby. Big deal. Everybody has babies. Get the fuck back to work. That's what I'm concerned. Before before I forget this, and uh, I'm I'm a little bit angry at myself for not starting with this, for 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 those of you who have not listened yet, Rich and I did the deep dive this past Saturday, and Rich and I discussed the topic of wrestling families, and I hope hope you will find it as interesting as Rich and I did discussing it that particular topic. Yeah, it was fun. And then I will be, Travis will be joining me this week at 6.30, and we're going to be talking about best uh, rap uh, lyrics featuring wrestlers, best shout-outs, or best wrestling rappers, because, you know, no limit counts. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I... I... Now you're adding stuff. Wrestling rappers. I, I was talking about shout-outs and themes and lyrical shout-outs. Yeah, but once you, you can talk about shout-outs and themes, but once you add, once No Limit gets in them, you got to, there has to be an honorable mention to No Limit. Four by four. West Texas Rednecks by country. Oh. No, we're not doing country. We're not doing best country shout-outs. For, for <laughs> or best precursors to MAGA. Um, yeah, so <laughs> look forward to that. Featuring, you know, mm-hmm. the action process and MF Doom. Yeah. What was oh. the, uh, there was one line that, per- oh, oh, I was just randomly in my apartment and I was like, just singing Jizzle Line. I was like, uh, drinking motherfucking backs like Kim Patera. <laughs> so, oh, and that's another thing. Like, oh, is this episode going to be like, do I have to like censor the line? Like, if that's a line I talk about, like, I know the live cast is from East Coast. So. Like, to put up a little disclaimer. Oh, about to catch that bro mission. About to catch that bro mission. So, anyway, so what else you got, Kyle? So, my question for this week concerns. Future celebrity involvement in WWE. And for this for this question, I am specifically referring to Mr. Rob Gronkowski. Um, yeah. I, I'm not interested at all in seeing Gronk wrestle. Uh, I'm not interested at all in really seeing people that aren't wrestlers wrestle. Since I, since I believe that Gronk will somehow end up associated with WWE either directly or indirectly, I wanted to present you 
a couple of scenarios in which I think Rock could be either born into WWE right away or eventually transition due to WWE and see what you think. Mm-hmm. Will, will we see Gronk hired as an announcer for a specific match and then maybe in six months we, we may hear Gronk is training at the performance center or or do you see something like maybe Gronk is initially indirectly associated with WWE with some sort of a role in the new XFL and if the XFL fails and Gronk wants to pursue a career in WWE, eventually he gets folded into WWE after his tenure in the new XFL. Yeah. I didn't even think about the XFL. Um, I'm not sure if you're Gronk. I just don't see what the appeal beyond vanity bullshit of I've always wanted to be a wrestler. Here's my chance to play wrestler because I've gotten, I've got a certain amount of celebrity fame that, that WWE craves and will do whatever to be a part of. And I have a size and a look and a, you know, an already kind of built in thing because is Gronk going to get paid as much as Brock Lesnar gets paid. No, he's not going to get like, uh, you know, uh, uh, stop Ali money, but he's not going to get, you know, Brock and Shinsuke money. Like, you know, he's not getting millions of dollars a year. And if he does, that'd be the most foolish. This, like, not the most when you're flush with money, but that, I don't think that'd be a wise investment. I don't think Gronk inherently being Gronk is going to bring in an audience of people that would then stick around and you gotta he's gotta train to be a wrestler so he's gonna be green and fucking goofy and corny and you know I try to deal with you know I try to pay top money for somebody who's trying to be a wrestler or a natural athlete an actual athlete someone is like no I'm not taking some 33 year old 35 year old guy with <laughs> all kinds of injuries and shit and try to think I'm going to turn him into anything besides some spectacle maybe thing at WrestleMania next year. I'm not, I, I don't know. And then, and then why would you do, why would you leave the NFL to fucking associate with a bonus, an absolute failure of a concept? You know, it's going to fail. It failed already. The XFL is doomed. Why would you associate with that? You're Gronk. You, you're the best tight end of a, in a generation, all that kind of stuff. You got a bunch of Super Bowl rings. You want to trade that in for a million bucks a year to to play wrestle and do some XFL garbage? 
And if he does, then that says more to me. It says that he's just trying to play. He just wants to live out a fucking fantasy. And I want those guys on my TV. I want people that want to be there as wrestlers. They want to make money as wrestlers. Not do fantasy camp on my entertainment time. Anything to add to that, Rich? No, not really. I think he nailed it. If anything, look at what's going on with um, all American wrestling. Or, I'm sorry, all American football. Yeah, all right. they're 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 AAF or whatever? Yeah. yeah. Like, Ooh, who's going to throw that I don't know. Everybody? Yeah. This is America. We don't do minor league sports. Hey, how we y'all? do, but they're, they're, they have their niche and they have their place. They don't make money. Unless there are very few markets, minor league sports. Make money. You're just supplement right. or you're just uh, 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 what sort I'm looking for. Like farmers get it subsidized by the bigger uh, yeah, yeah. league. Um, anything else for us, Colin? Before we head 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 out of here, keep it moving. I should say. Who do you think will be JR's color commentator for AEW? Jim Cornette. No, I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't know who's in the market, who's got the the chops, who's who's AEW friendly. You know who could who who Jr. approve of type thing. It's, it's, yeah. And I'm not even if Jim Cornette was available, like just to use him as I'm not sure if I would want like to to be WWE and kind of shamefully so to be to kind of use their rationale. Like I'm not sure if I'd want two fifty-five year old plus guys on my now. You know, like Jr. Great. I think I would pair him with somebody younger, and Cornette's younger, but not <laughs> eight years younger, but twenty years younger. Like if if, if Morrow was available, Jr. And, uh, well, that's kind of not color. That'd be redundant, like, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. As I think about it, like, well, who's gonna do the color? But yes, no. I mean, I don't know, Kylan. I don't know enough names to say who who might be or who could be or who would fit. Josh Grisham or, or Ty Grisham. Josh Matthews, fresh off of Impact. I don't know. Black Hope. Uh, Isaiah, whatever his name was. Elijah Burke. Antonio Danero. I, 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 I have an idea, but this would probably never happen. Let's hear it. Mick Foley. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Yeah, he wouldn't have Vince in his ear. That'd be pretty good. Yeah. I just don't know if... Uh, Again, I just would want somebody fresher in that spot. I'd want somebody, yeah. 
And Mick Foley 2019 isn't you know, Mick Foley 2008. He, he, was, he, was, he was great on SmackDown. He was good. About 10, 10 years ago, 12 years ago, whatever. And I don't know if he was great. He was, he was good. And Rich had to go, so that was uh, fun to talk to him while we could. So, yeah, so cool. We'll talk to you next time, Kyle. You so will. That was Colin from Newark. And I'm not sure if Craig uh, wants on. Put your hand up, Craig, if you want on. If not, I will. Uh, you know what? In the meantime, I'll, I'll read an email. Hopefully, when I come back, Craig will be, have made a decision. Uh, Jabron from Vegas chimes in. He has two questions. He says, with the women closing out WrestleMania 35, why the hell are they shying away from calling it WrestleMania 35, by the way? Like, I get it at 33, 34. They don't, you know, it's not a round number. They don't, they're not strong, whole number. 35, that's, uh, you know, you're going to wait till 40 to call WrestleMania, put the number back in there. It just seems, uh, you have to forgot it, sons, when this fucking match. We'll be so pissed off. So pissed off. Fucking forgotten bums. Mike Cook. Hold on. Um, somebody named Miss Stay Moist just liked a bunch of my pillow pictures on Miss. Miss Stay Moist. Okay, thanks for that. Um, so anyway, uh, Jabron says, uh, yeah. So uh, with the women closing out WrestleMania 35, do you think they'll they could be doing them a disservice? Here's why I think they could be. Uh, if this show is going to be what has been reported seven, eight hours long, what will the crowd still have the energy for the match after being there for so long? That's a good question. I don't know. Uh, you could say go back to like WrestleMania 32 in Dallas. They sure didn't. But that was after a long, boring show. And then we got a long, boring main event between Triple H and Roman Reigns to, to, to cap it off. He was just ready to go at that point. Um, so there there are reasons. But still, you know, six, seven, eight hours of people in that building, that's still a lot. Um, but that's a good point. Uh, could the, could they be hampered by, or could they be, you know, yeah, hampered by a, a, a dead crowd? I hope not. I mean, obviously. And how long do you think Kofi and Dan will, uh, match will go at WrestleMania? I think we'll get some time. I don't think this is going to be a 12, 13-minute match deal. I think we're going to get, you know, 22, 25 minutes. I mean, if we've seen Brian and Kofi interact and wrestle in the last, you know, 
four or six weeks, and and it's and it's good, and they have a lot that they can build off of, and woo, ricochet, and I uh, I I assume they're going to you know go out there and and do just that. Let me see. I bet there's a bunch of people saying, where the spoils of war game at? This game is trash. Sorry, all they're doing is making PvP modes. They need to make some PvE stuff. So, they had this, uh, they had this <clears throat> game mode, this featured game mode on Red Dead Online for the past two weeks called Spoil of War, where it's two teams and you're on opposite sides of a, of a field of varying size with varying, you know, obstacles and, and, and you know, setups. And then basically, you go to the other side, you go to the enemy's camp and steal a, a, a bag and bring it back to your thing. Fun as hell. Like, I don't play any of those showdown modes. I don't, I think they're, for the most part, kind of weak. They're just not my style. I like to capture the territory one, but that's it. But they make you, they cycle you through. I can't go to the territory one and play only the territory one. You got to play the territory one, and that game ends, and they put you in this other one where it's only throwing knives, or you can only use goddamn hatchets. I don't want to play this. Or when it's okay, where it is where you you get points on your head, and people that people kill you, and you got thirteen points on your head, and they get thirteen points. Or you got fifty, and they get fifty, and then whatever. And the spoils of war game was we've been going ham on that thing for the last two weeks, and then they featured some other bullshit. This horse, this horse racing archery game. So you ride around and you shoot targets while you're riding on your horse. You know, at the checkpoints. It's okay. It's but they took the spoils of war and put it in with the normal showdowns that you cycle through. So I can't exclusively play spoils of war. I can exclusively play this stupid ass horse racing archery thing now. Uh, people been pissed on Twitter. Where's spoils of war? And I'm just scrolling. Yep. People ain't happy. So if you play uh, Redhead and and you have a PS4, like an adult. Uh, find me, uh, Travington. I'm trying to ride some stagecoaches or you know, whatever. Let's, uh, so yeah, so thanks to uh, Brian for the email as usual. Let's Let's head back to the phone lines. Let's see if Craig has made a decision. Craig has put his hand up. So let's see if Craig's got the 40-year-old Craig now. Big birthday weekend in Miami. Uh, Welcome back to reality, Craig. What up? What's going on, Trav? Not too much. I want to try. I want to try to be quiet, like when I'm coming in, because I, I hear every time like I'm really loud when I come in. Yeah, that, that's sometimes. Yeah, Rich was like that today. Like every time he, his first syllable was like, ah! 
and then yeah, uh, it moderates it. itself after a while. I don't know what the hell it is. It must be a Skype thing. I don't know. I, uh, are you but, guys doing VIP tonight? Yes. Okay, I'll save most of this for VIP because I'm. Yeah. I, all right. Um, okay. I got. I had a few things though. Um, yeah. LaChina Robinson can do anything as far as uh, color commentator with any, you know, anybody. Who's that? Is that a woman? LaChina? Yeah. I hope so. Okay. Yeah, sure. She, yeah, she was on a sports media podcast with Richard Deitch, if you ever heard of that. Um, No. She's done everything. Like, all these different sports, you know. She's she's just really great at what she does. She does a lot of basketball. So are you saying she should do color with Jr.? Is that why you're bringing her up? Yeah, she can. Yeah, because Kylan brought that up, and I was I, that was my pick because I Does wanted she do to do wrestling. Uh, yeah, I want. I was I was saying she should have done. Like, this is before Renee got. I was thinking she should have been the first female commentator. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, or anybody you've been talking about. But Renee's been there since 2014, so it's hard to go. Yeah, but yeah, she didn't no, no. really have any, uh, like so you're broadcast her talent doesn't. You're just saying the other woman is just better. Well, I'm saying she can adapt because she adapted to all these different sports. Like she mainly does basketball, but. She adapts to other other sports. She she's covered like every friggin' sport you can think of. She was running down her resume, and I'm like, man, hey, what are you doing? college football? Because I have I, it's yeah. an issue. It's a, it's a it's a it's a mental thing, and I've admitted it. Like I know, you know, people say it sounds douchey when people say it, but it's like, fam, it's different when a woman's calling. I don't have any. It doesn't matter if a woman's calling basketball or even wrestling. I've said I've come to. Yeah, fine too. Fine, whatever. Um, but hearing a woman call football, it's like this is strange. Hey, Trav, I was the absolute same way mm-hmm. because uh, I'm a I'm a party fan, Michigan State, sure. and we used to have we used to have Sam Ward all the games for Michigan State, and I was pissed. I'm like, I don't I don't want a woman being the the color count or not the she wasn't she was the lead. Or the what are the play by play, and play and, play, I, yeah. and I was like, I don't. Th- it doesn't sound right. It needs to be you know a different tone of voice. It's nothing against women. It's just the the voice sounds weird. But after a while, I got used to it, and you know, and now I'm a lot better of a person I think than I was like ten years ago. But <laughs> I've learned that you know. It's not always about what you feel like. You sure. Know what I'm saying? Ain't about me. So, and, and I'm sure a lot of people t- t- think the same thing watching wrestling with Renee calling it. Like, well, it's, this it's is a matter fight. of repetition. It's only strange to me in my brain. It makes me feel like, oh, this is weird. Because it's just, I'm just not used to it. Yeah. But, but I acknowledge that. Like, it's just a matter of, uh, if I heard her call three games, it would 
uh, whoever this woman was that I'm talking to, I'm specifically thinking about that does the college football. At this point, I'm sure it's more than one. Um, you know, if I just watched three, and I just wouldn't like anything else. You just It just wouldn't be an issue anymore. Yeah. It's a, yeah, like you said, it's a repetition. Um, but that was something that came up when when Kylan asked that. And I was like, I would like to, you know, go outside of the box, not, you know, Mick Foley is great. I would love Mick Foley on the, you know, commentary, but I want to, I want somebody new, not like a, you know, retread or something that's been done before. I don't even want JR because that's just, you know, we, we've seen that. We've heard it. We've heard all his little catchphrases and we've heard his podcast. So we know how everything he thinks about everything. So I want something new on AEW. Uh, speaking of AEW, going to uh, Vegas, coming back, mm-hmm. our layover is in Philly. Okay. How long is it? So, I, it's like, I think it's like three hours. So I'm like, are there cheesesteaks in the airport? Because I've never had a Philly cheesesteak. I've had them like in other places and stuff, but never in. Yeah. In, Gotta be. Are they like off? Like, is there like a. I don't know if you're going to find, like, a place that I would, and, and not in the air, you know, if this was outside the airport, I would eat, but that's just kind of what you get with the airport. I wouldn't eat Sabaro either, but, eh, well, you know, <laughs> if I get this $10 slice of pizza. <laughs> well, I know every oh, airport's different. Like, like I was in, uh, when I was coming back from Miami, they had a Cuban place, and I was like, I stopped in there, and I had croquetas, and I'm like, Oh, this is pretty cool. Like, and you know, I don't know how authentic it was because I've never had croquetas before, but sure. it was neat. Uh, I was just curious. Um, oh, um, I was gonna ask Cam if if he answered my question. I sent in a question to the flagship, but it it was kind of more of a statement, and I want to see what you think about it. Okay. Is a, what I what I think is happening with the women's uh, championship situation with SmackDown? Why that happened? I think Charlotte's going to end up facing Oscar on the pre-show on the USA Network at six o'clock. You know, they got the hour preview thing. Charlotte versus Oscar, and then so Charlotte's going to end up working double duty that night. Because if you listen to the commentary on SmackDown, they kept saying, or especially Corey Graves kept saying, what does this mean for the for the women's, uh, the SmackDown Live women's title picture? Like, right. would they, they were going to have a match because they actually did schedule something to happen at, you know, they were supposed to have a four-way last night to determine who was going to face Asuka at WrestleMania. So, I think Oscar's going to get a rematch at WrestleMania on the pre-show on USA, and then she's going to have to pull up double duty, and then that's her excuse to lose the match in the triple threat. What do you think? I don't think that's going to happen. Which part or all of it? All of it. I don't think they're going to have Oscar and Charlotte on any damn pre-show, USA pre-show bullshit. In a way. And then didn't then have Charlotte doing double duty? No, that ain't fair. You can't. No, no. 
Wouldn't be the first time. Maybe, but woo! I just think when you got so much happening, you don't need uh no, that's just too much. And I also haven't heard much talk about a women's battle royal, so I don't think that's even gonna happen. Really? Well, that's not that's something they can put together tomorrow or you know Monday and Tuesday and. Yeah, but if you look at the if you look at the roster, they'd have to fill it out with you know all the legends and half the NXT roster and everything. Mm-hmm. They just they just don't have the space for it. I don't think, especially with all. Like, there's going to be eight women in the tag team match. Then you oh, shit. That's right. <laughs> no, that's a, that's a very good point. That is a very good point. And then you got three of, you know, so that's 11 women that are tied up in matches. Mm-hmm. So. And and no one's yeah. mentioned the women's back world yet, so I don't even think that's going to happen. Yeah, no, that's, now that I think about it and you explain it, Sure. And I got a one got to go, and then you can get – or no, one got to stay because you like the one okay. got to stay. And I got another one for the VIP later. All right. Um, since you guys were talking about former uh, athletes in wrestling, one's got to stay, but here's the stipulation. It's mm-hmm. past, present, and future. Everything that they do from here on out counts too. Okay. So everything they could, they could potentially do. Okay, so you got Lawrence Taylor, mm-hmm. Gronk, mm-hmm. Mongo McMichael, and D'Angelo <laughs> Williams. D'Angelo Williams? The... Who did he, what did he, what was he a part of? Some impact? It was an impact. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, two years ago. And one has to stay? Yep. Everything they've done and everything they're they might do. Like in wrestling. Yes. Well, well I'm not sure if I know how to. I know your brain is getting back. You're trying to find these loopholes. I know you. No, I don't even. I'm not thinking about a loophole because I'm not. I don't know. Like, how do I? I don't. I don't get it. That's kind of convoluted, right? Okay, for, for instance, okay, LT is not coming back to wrestle. Right. Gronk might be in the WWE no, eventually. Gronk is coming back to wrestle. Maybe Gronk. Oh, D'Angelo. I'm sorry? I'm just saying, all those guys either already, except Gronk already had a, did a thing. So it's like, yeah, just but, based on that, it's like, well, I guess Gronk, because I haven't seen it. I didn't see D'Angelo. Everybody said it was good. Like there was high praise for his stuff. I don't know what he's done since then, but it was only two years ago. Damn, it's eight oh eight oh seven, and this impact is just go- or this impact, this NXT is just finishing. That's deep end. I don't know, uh, can, uh, uh, Craig. Uh, I mean, I guess LT. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. You I made really me switch to one kind of stay. 
Because even if it was one guy to go, like, I don't know. I don't know what criteria. I don't care about any of these four people and their, and their wrestling career. The reason I switched it, because I had another one lined up, but then you were so adamant about not wanting to see athletes in your wrestling. Like, like football players and, you know, shit like that. Right, that the I ones like, that have all, the, like the, I don't want to see some star football player, star basketball player that's coming here to do fucking wrestling camp. Right. So, if you're that's like Corbin like, or a guy that's not, or like the, the Rock ended up being, I'm not saying I don't want former athletes. That's stupid. I don't oh, no, want I, some I know celebrity, like big name athlete showing up. Yeah. Unless you're Ronda Rousey and you're really going to. And then even we see how that's turning out. She don't even really, really respect it. No matter how much you say, I'm mean, fucking in time. She invokes Roddy Piper's name. She doesn't. It's been made very obvious over the last you know, four months. I don't know. I think a lot of that. I think a lot of that. Oh, K-fave. get the fuck out of here! That ain't no K. That's not TV Bullshit. I'm supposed to believe she has this this deeper understanding of how what makes wrestling fans. Tick and how to, and it's so. Then she went about it in a dumb, so a business killing way, talking shit about how everything's fake and all. Like, what? What? what, what? The fuck? Hey, I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just. I'm not saying it's effective. I'm just saying she's at least trying. She might think that's what is gonna work. Then she's an idiot. Well, that's, that's worse. that might be, and I, I think she isn't. I mean, I don't want to say she's an idiot, but. I, I don't agree with a lot of things she believes in, but I think she's, she's like, a like, terrible person. Like outside, you say yeah. it. she's a fucking horrible person. She doesn't yeah. believe. Right. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah, I can say that. I don't say idiot though, because that's a different that's a different yeah, thing. You gotta, gotta be stupid to think about. To like do, I can say Trump's the fucking idiot. actors and all that. So wait, the, there's like been like a couple like of those Sandy, uh, Sandy the, the Parkland kids and parent like committed suicide in the last uh, couple of weeks. Are the, is, the, is the is the gimmick still? Or you know, if you're if they were crisis actors, so are they just uh, really getting into the character? Uh, do you know if she still believes what she said then? Like, uh, oh, whether like she in 2019 still believes? I don't. Yeah. Know. I'm not sure if I'd be like, oh, okay, you're fine. You believe that that's once. Why it's, that's why it's hard to say. I'm not saying I'm not saying that's fine, even if you believed it once. I'm saying, like, there is a chance that she evolved somehow, or you know, got got schooled enough to where, you know, no, you that was stupid what you said, and she like she got better. So I don't know. So I don't want to call her an idiot. I'll call Trump an idiot because he's an idiot every fucking day. And I'll call, you know, if, if someone's an idiot right now, I'll say you're being an idiot. But, like, what she's doing now isn't, I mean, I mean. You're an idiot. Okay. I'll find some other appropriate. Yeah. I mean, okay. She's something. Yeah. She's, I, I, yeah, I don't agree with her approach. But I wouldn't say it's stupid. I think she's trying. Bad for business. It's destructive. I don't know. She's she's still in headlines and they're making money, so they're making more money than I am. Well, I, I mean, yeah, because that's, that's how game. we got to where we are because money is the end all 
Yeah, we were making a float, and it was just me and a bunch of white. Everybody was white, and the the one Mexican guy whose house it was at his at his girlfriend's house, and him and his girlfriend were in the house. We were all in the garage, and they started talking like they were starting making racist jokes. And I said, I don't like that. Don't make racist jokes. And they said, Well, if you're, you know, they did that. You're racist against racist thing. Like there's a race of <laughs> where's your tolerance? You know? Why aren't you tolerant to racist? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Oh, you're 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 prejudice against prejudice. I'm, you, Look, I'm literally. I'm literally scrolling through Facebook, and it's the thing with Jordan Peele says. Uh, says J- director Jordan Peele says black actors will continue to be the focus in his films going forward. Quote: I don't see myself casting a white dude as the lead. Not that I don't I like thought- white dude, but I've seen that movie. You know, in quote. And it's like, no, 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 no. People will look at that and go, he's the real racist. <laughs> Like or like people that got mad at Captain Marvel, like saying there were 22 movies before her, or or, or 21 movies before her, where there was uh, 19 of those movies, or, or 20 of those 21, there was a, a, a white man at the lead, like, and 21 of those 21 movies, there was a man at the lead, like, what the fuck? You can't say Marvel hates hates men and hates white men because, or whatever, fuck three large, they supposedly twisted her thing out of. Uh, uh, because, because the twenty second Marvel movie is features a woman. Ah, uh, see that proves that they hate men and they don't want men. To yeah, you're, you're, it's uh, like no, no, no. You're just showing exactly. Uh, you know, yeah, you're showing it, us it showed, who you are. It it show yeah it shows who you are. But now people are more empowered. Back then in the garage, like everyone was saying, no, blah, 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 and it was, everyone was against me, and it was pissing me off, and I'm like, and I just, that's when I got into my huge depression, and mm. it started, like, I was 17, and, because and, I just was, like, I disassociated with everybody, because they all felt the same way, and they started, like, you know, I wasn't one of, or then, then they doubled down on all their shit, but they never said it to actual Black people or cowards. They get punched in the face. Right, right, right. But now, <laughs> the same thing but now, yell and call people all kinds of stuff online. Yeah. But if yeah. you even say now, that, yeah, you now they're allowed because they got the president. So they, oh, we won for four years. So we're allowed to come out of the closet. I call them closet racists, and they're the worst because they're pussies. So, anyway, that's my fucking story. Sorry to bring it down at the end. All right, anything else before we move on? Nope, that's it. Thanks. All right, Craig. It's good talking to you as always. Craig from Toledo. And uh, let's uh, end things talking to Darrell down in Georgia. Uh, Darrell, what's going on? What up? Not too much, man. What's going on with you guys? A little bit of this, a little bit of that. Yeah. I heard you um, talking about the um, Red Dead Online. You know, that's what they set up on um, on Grand Theft Auto. They just brought that in now to watch out. You know. Huh? See your thing. I know you said you had fell off on Grand Theft Auto. That's one of the biggest money makers. 
on their biggest thing. That little um, what, is, what, what is that little mold? That mold that you were speaking on. The target practice. The target on a horse. Uh, no, the different little modes and how you switch in. in oh, the showdown modes. Yeah, showdown series. Okay. Yeah. Well, no. See, the thing is, okay, so they have showdown series, showdown series, and showdown series large. Same with racing series, racing series, racing series large. And I assume the racing series uh, is the same as the showdown, like eight up to eight players per team, or maybe in the race you're not on teams, but. And then the larger ones are probably up to 16 people in a race. So the smaller showdowns, you just jump from different showdowns to different showdowns. But there's a gun rush mm-hmm. showdown that you can do only gun rush, which is like Fortnite, which is basically a battle royale. That's, a, that's featured by itself. You don't have to jump around in every third or every fourth game. You're in the gun, gun run. You're always in, you can go to that. Like for the last two weeks, you had been able to go to the Spoils of War game and only play Spoils. Now it's a part of the Showdown series, which is like I got to wait four games or three games or five games, depending on, you know, for Spoils game to come up. That's the one I like and want to play for three straight hours. I want to jump between shit. And for the past two weeks, it's been sweet because it was a featured one. Now the featured one is that bullshit horse archery thing. And, yeah, and I just – I'm sure they can see the traffic. Like, they, I can't imagine – like, everybody loves the spoils because it's all over Twitter. Like, yeah, we're the spoils of war. What the fuck? What is this archery tourist garbage? And it's okay. It's not trash, but it ain't as fun as the spoils. So they got to be able to see that and go, oh, we got to put that spoils. Give them their own button. Give them their own – series they can go in over and over and over and keep that lobby open just to spoil them. Yeah. So I, yeah, I don't I'm sure there's a reason, but the feedback is instant, so there shouldn't be it shouldn't take a week, shouldn't take a month. They should be able to have this shit done by tomorrow at the latest. It's just but they you know if they run it as a mold they're probably gonna do it as a, for a while. Ever since the, I mean, this is what I'm saying. They don't want to run people like me off. I'm still there. Six months after, five months after online launch, it's still in beta, which is fine. I I got no problem with that. But I'm still there, even though I've done all the stranger missions 800 times. I've done all of this. I basically, I hunted almost exclusively. Like two months, I was just straight out make money that way and grind and grind. Well, they secretly nerfed a bunch of the carcass and pelt prices. Right? So now you've got to do twice as much hunting to get the same amount of money. And it's not like they were giving okay. them, you know, it's not like uh, 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 like before, perfect alligator, the little ones, perfect alligator carcass was going for like six fifty. It's a big deal. They don't come along. It ain't like you can go out and just come back with you. <laughs> so they nerfed that to four fifty or four dollars or whatever it is. It's like, fam, what the fuck? Like, don't run me off. I'm like the one of the last. Because everybody, you watch, you go on YouTube. How many Red Dead Online is dead videos have you seen over the last three months? 
It's it's like fifteen new ones every day. It, oh man, type in Red Dead online is dead in YouTube, and it'll be hundreds of thousands. It's a few for me. It's a few for me, there, and my search, my YouTube search shouldn't have it. You feel what I'm saying? My shit comes up as suggested because I watch enough of them. Now I just every time somebody put a, a new Red Dead on, it's, but I'm still there every night. Me and Mike grinding, griefing, doing all, you know, just fucking around, you know, having fun. And now you want to take stuff away that I actually like away. Motherfuckers oh, man, over on the you prices. Like I was when I was playing Destiny. Want to fuck us over on the prices for the carcasses? You want to take the exciting games and marginalize them, even though that's the one everybody wants to play. But you, you got to you them because they they do modes mm-hmm. and they get it right. They the only game I know and only people who I know that get it right. They got it right with Grand Theft. Think about yeah, but how long does it take them? That's more. That's that. That's a matter of fact. That makes my that makes them even cornier because it's like y'all got the template y'all know what y'all doing with grand theft so why are y'all fucking around over here on the red dead like y'all know how to do y'all know that's what i'm saying they're doing the same thing that they did on 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 grand theft that's the same yeah thing well in 2013 and 2014 you know, I can be, I got, I can play Apex. I got that shit for free. Call of Duty Modern Warfare just got, came out for free on PS, uh, PlayStation Plus this month. Like, I got a bunch of other shit I could be playing online and, and have an online community and give me that same camaraderie and all that stuff that the Red Dead did. Like, what, like, it's, this ain't 2013. I got other stuff I could be doing, Sam. Like, once I go away, I might not come back because I'm doing other shit, playing Fallout. I don't play that shit, but you know what I mean. A bunch of other stuff I could be playing. So you can't use a 2013 template in 2019? Like, what the fuck? Yeah, that's true. But how they feel is, you know, you release content. As long as you're releasing content for people to, um, you know, to play, Mm-hmm. That they are that they are stay in it, you know what I'm saying. So that's how they do it, and because that's what the other places do, like Apex, they just releasing their first season and stuff. And then if you're not in it when they first open, it's hard to get into the old games. Hell they, yeah, and they, and I, that's why and I they kind of count on that. I'm like, uh, I'm not trying to jump in. It's already a game a game that I don't really. Play like I don't play to get in and shoot everybody. It's kind of that's just corny. Red Dead is very like special because it's not just that. So much other stuff you can do besides just shoot people and then survive and have an oil bullshit. So I haven't even played. I haven't even played. I had loaded it up. I downloaded it. It's on my damn main screen, but I haven't. I've yet to click start. And that's one of the reasons. That's just probably too bad. people in here that are already level 100. I'm going to just get in here and smoke. No, the metal. That's why I'm going to play Call of Duty. I'm going to play the and that's it. I ain't getting in that Daniel lobby playing with those fucking psychopaths that's like level 500, been playing four years. I got every goddamn trick and tool in the book. 
Yeah. Uh, them games a little bit too fast-paced for me. I think they all made for kids. The kids sit there all day focusing on them type of games. Them games a little bit too fast for me. And they don't even have a build in the Fortnite, so you really can't even get involved with it. So I just stick to what I know. <laughs> That's what happened. I'm the pigeon. Oh, yeah. That's just not even my style. Like, ah. just get in and see. Like, a story mode, I like. Like, I play Call of Duty story mode all the time. You know, that's fun. But that's, that's about it. So, all right, what else you got? I see. Okay. Um, I know that um, listening to y'all um, speak about little wrestling stuff. Um, cool with Kofi. Like with the Kofi um, situation, I'm fine with that. Yeah. Um, I guess they should have did it last week, but hey, um, I know I don't want to see neither one of them guys turn on Kofi. I know that. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely, I definitely don't want to see that crap. And I heard y'all talking about Jacob. I sure don't want to see that stupidness. They need to stop doing that every year anyway. Um, I feel like that's just it's like a team okay your, your Philadelphia team just did something similar um, your Philly team y'all got a core together um, y'all traded earlier in the year to get um, to get what's we call it from T-Wood so everybody else started doing trades you get around Bobo and Bobby and Toby Oh yeah, I understand. I'm bringing them in there. Uh, okay, okay. I'm bringing them in there. Um, okay. When y'all did that trade right there, everybody else was doing tra- start doing trades and blowing up their teams and all type of uh, foolishness. But y'all just did a simple trade. Y'all traded picks to get um, Bobo them. You know what I'm saying? Y'all didn't blow up the core of y'all team. I right. feel like the shakeup is is so bad because every year you're just blowing up the team and y'all don't even book right, vent stupid, vent horrible, <laughs> and vent horrible. Um, and, and, and it just sets you back. Right now, SmackDown for the past five weeks and probably next week been going up in the ratings. They all catching Raw. Raw coming down, SmackDown going up. And I, I put that on since the push of Kofi. Kofi been shown as a Raiders boot. And why not go with this and see where it takes you? Give it six months and see where it takes you instead of doing the shake-up. Now you're doing the shake-up and you're mixing everything up and just messing well, stuff up. I don't I, – I, I don't – I agree that you shouldn't do the shake-up just to do it, just because hey, it's April, it's after WrestleMania, we got to do a shakeup. No, but, and a lot of this is, for what you said, all right, storytelling, booking, but SmackDown, both shows, I mean, I don't think there's anything out of place for a shakeup right now. I don't think things are so solid and so strong on either show that you're like, no, they can't break, like you said, they can't break up this core. Like, no. 
See, see what we can do. Kofi. But you can't. Assuming Kofi wins. Kofi's still going to be champion on SmackDown. Uh, Seth's still going to be champion on Raw. Uh, you think that's the only title they don't unify? It's the main WWE and Universal title? Hey, I'm going to get to that, too. I'm going to get to that, too. Because okay. <laughs> it's part of that, too. Because so, all of it's stupid. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think you should do it just because you can't book. You can't book. Vince can't book. And right, but that's our reason not year, to do it, though, for real. But to do a shake-up, I know, but to do a shake-up every year, you got to have some type of storytelling to get people introduced and do something with people. And when you can't do that, you just sit back and hope and wish that you can find uh, a, a path for somebody to get a, um, to go off or somebody to have, you know, to get hot. Now you just hoping and wishing. And, and like um, what and like said the entertainer say, man, I don't live off the hope creed. I'm more of a I wish I wish you would type of person. <laughs> uh, that's how they should be, because it's 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 it's, it's dumb. It's, it's like it's dumb, very dumb. And um, with and I think people keep saying about Vince um and this consolidation. That's that's even more crazy because. Why people continue to give Vince the benefit of the doubt? Like, this is getting ridiculous. Every time, well, we think, well, he's doing the consolidation, so maybe he's just going to um, do this and he got this idea. No, 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 no. You might think he's probably going to do a consolidation. He's probably just doing this, and they're not even going to put both titles on the line. And just so Charlotte can have it, uh, <laughs> uh, have a reason to take the loss. Because that's the so you're saying, wait, 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 wait. so you're saying we would have a week and a half before Mania, have Becky Penner submit Charlotte and Ronda loses her title and Charlotte gets to keep her? Yep. Ain't no so way. So Ronda can never take the loss. Ain't no way. So Ronda can never take the loss right now. Ain't no because way. Why would you have I'm not saying that Ronda's going to know that they're not going to. I, I said earlier, you probably heard me that Becky taps out uh, Charlotte and gets a visual pinfall maybe a moment before and then taps out Charlotte. Uh, so, I, yeah. I say like this. Did, um, Roman ain't never get the um, significant pin over Brock at Mania yet. <laughs> Brock didn't take those losses. Right. And stuff like that. So why would they do it for Becky when they wouldn't even do it for Roman and Roman a chosen one? Why would they do what for Becky? Um, let Becky get the win over uh, Ronda in a triple threat match when they fought so they did so long not giving Roman um that that significant um win like that over Brock, especially in a big show. So wait, wait, wait. I'm confused. What do you think is going to happen at WrestleMania? Becky's going to tap out um, Charlotte. And win the Raw Women's Championship in the process. Win the Raw title, yes. Okay, and I'm saying that that happens. Yes, she taps out or pins Charlotte, but probably taps out Charlotte. But moments before, it's a visual pinfall on Becky. And she wins both those titles. There's no, I don't think they, they have, yeah. I just think both those titles are 
think they've even already. Um, one thing it. y'all said earlier about um about TNA not listening, they failed and they didn't listen to Spike by not hiring um what you call it. Everybody keep forgetting that Fox keeps telling them they want a sports like feel and they do not want to have to promote the USA Network that often. Only telling them to watch Raw. That's the only thing they want to do. They do not want to promote. They do not want to promote USA. So having a single champion that's float, they probably do not want that. They don't want. They want their own. They prefer to have their own. And just having Ronda on the show with no championship means nothing to um the Fox. I disagree. So you're saying Fox, if they were like, hey, you can have Ronda and no championship or no Ronda, they would say, we don't want Ronda. The fuck out. Come on. It's not about saying that. They're going to say, well, why she ain't champion? Because she ain't. And it's our story to fucking tell, Fox. Fucking mind your business. She's on the show. Can't be micro. No, they're not going to allow themselves to be micromanaged like that. Fox doesn't get the USA doesn't get to come in. <laughs> They get to come in and make suggestions. Hey, we've got this coming up. It'd be great if an event says, hey, that's worth doing, then they do it. But if it's not, they're not going to blow up their their way of doing things, their storytelling, the story, yeah, the stories that they're telling. What storytelling, story Travis? I'm not defending what, they're, what they call storytelling, Jarrell. Come on. Like, I'm not trying to defend what they do. Five minutes after I just but said their storytelling is terrible. But I'm saying WWE's not going to get bullied or get – Corporate bullied into 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 putting a title on somebody if it interrupts what they were going to do. Whether I like what they're doing I'm not or not, they that's saying put a title on her. I'm not saying they're saying put a title on her. I'm saying that they're saying, well, we would prefer her to have a title, not just okay. say, hey, put a title. You, on her. you got to have a title. On thank, thank you for the preference, or thank you for telling us what your preference is. Now we're going to move on and, and why do what they, we got to do. And why would they? Uh, why would WWE be big enough to listen when um, not to listen when TNA had to listen to Spike? That's why. Um, why wouldn't T- Why would TNA have to listen to Spike where WWE could tell Fox to go fucking piss up a rope? I, what are the differences between TNA and WWE? Hmm. I think WWE is a little more leverage. They just gave them a billion dollars for a reason. Spike TV could tell them what to do because they were fucking tiny little TNA and was having to be on the damn network. And they needed somebody to tell them what to do, clearly. Spike was obviously... Fox hold more more than anything else over WWE because if Fox say, well, you know what, we're going to regulate and we're going to put SmackDown on FS1, that hurt WWE more than anything else. All right, I mean... They hold okay. they hold I mean, chips to the card. They 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 hold chips to this and and can make it hard and difficult. It's not like WWE holding all the cards. It's different than what UFC just made a deal with ESPN where they own all the chips <laughs> and they getting over on ESPN to a point. If you look at it, it's, that's that's different because now ESPN and UFC is partners. And you and ESPN is taking off the blunt where UFC can put on piss for cards and still make money, and then not let's not say if they um 
if they if they card do do some money, they still get some money off the top of that. And like they 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 pulled a robbery uh, a, a jack move on ESPN with that deal. <laughs> so they hold they hold chips to the chips to the um, thing. And all of this all together just upset me because all they do is just get Vince off the hook because everybody start fantasy booking where Vince gonna do this and Vince gonna do that and he and he know uh, better when he started this stuff. He had to match up. You didn't have to do this with uh, Becky. You didn't have to do this with Becky and Ronda and all that. You had the right matchup in the beginning. You fucked it up. Now you're trying to fix something that you fucked up and you you fucking up anymore. Putting the title on Charlotte don't make it even um, seem any better. It don't make it even more exciting. Now you, yeah, and then now the buzz. Okay, when they start fucking over Kofi, that took a little buzz off of um uh, uh Becky and stuff like that. Now you fucking over Oscar, and that could take buzz off of um off of Kofi. It's like you doing stuff, you spiting yourself. Yeah, it's it just crazy, and people keep getting giving Vince the benefit of the doubt. Just like with the racial angles that he was running. You keep giving him the benefit of the doubt when he don't deserve it. When he haven't proved that he can um that he still can do this or he could ever do it. That's why I don't want to see the consolidation of a title. When they only give people, the only people they give fuels to are the people who the champion and the person who competes for the title. So you saying they're gonna put the two titles together so we're gonna see Charlotte versus Becky for the next year. That's what we're going to see. Then whenever they call Shayna, we're going to see those three. What about the other 22 or 30 women that they have on the main roster right now? That's why they was upset. Like, what happened to them? But it's this women evolution. They're not going to consolidate Brock. Title with uh with Daniel Bryan. <laughs> They're not doing the men that way. At least not yet. I can say they don't, and especially in this new era since they brought SmackDown and whenever they brought the world um title back when they handed it to Triple H. I don't think they had a one single title for them no more than a year. I think when they did the consolidation thing with um with John Cena and Randy Orton, I think that title only lasted for a year. The that undisputed title only lasted for a year till they brought back a, brought, brought back another title. So they haven't did the one title thing with the men since the um, 90s. Since and that was thrown, since the, since the 90s thrown, thrown together. You're talking about the one with Orton and uh, Orton and Cena in the ladder match. Yeah, and 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 when they did the little thing on Raw, that's when the Daniel Bryan movement really started. When they started chanting Daniel Bryan the whole time, <laughs> and it made them look crazy. And I don't think that that one title only lasted one time, so they brought back the title 
separated them again. So since well, no, they really the he was undisputed, undisputed champion, and um, and then whatever they find, Rock made a belt for it, and uh, it was one. It was the one belt, and then it was in 2016. So like two years later, when they uh, did the, the shakeup. Or the you know the, the split draft wherever fuck and Dean Ambrose won it and took the SmackDown and then Raw had to create there. So I mean you know it was it lasted from time so Orton and 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 and, and Cena could combine them at December uh, 2013 and then they split them again and they created the US or the Universal title in what July or August you know in time for SummerSlam 2016. So, you know, a little more than two and a half years of one single title, one WWE title in the, in the company. So, so all right, on titles, that note, um, did, did, didn't Dave Bryan have two titles when he won at WrestleMania? He held up two yeah, titles. But it was but it was the unified title. It was the one Orton beat won in the ladder match. Combined them, they just had him carry around two belts until The Rock came around and gave him the big diamond W. Yeah, that, and at that time, they didn't have a lot of um, title matches because um, <laughs> Daniel Bryan missed TV for um, for that while until he had to forfeit it. And then I forgot who won it after that. Then, then The Rock win it, and he wasn't around that much. <laughs> right, Rock won it. Uh, did Rock win it? Is that how... He bought, I thought he just debuted the title. He was he was a champion. Cause Punk was he beat he beat Punk, but that was in like twenty thirty. Yeah, we're going way back. We're talking fourteen or fifteen. Rock wasn't a damn champion. Whoever beat who beat yeah, Brian for it? Or did Brian? Oh, Brian had to give it up. Yeah, give won it up it that summer. Who won it that? I don't remember. Yeah, twenty fifteen. Not a not a. Or uh, in the second half of 2014. It's not. Yeah, I have no idea. All right, All right Terrell, I'm out. All right, then, man. Talk to you. All right, another live show in the books. Let me make sure we didn't get an email in that time. I'm not forgetting. Nope. Uh, so yes, thanks for everybody. Uh, thanks everybody for your uh, for your calls and your tweets and your and your emails and. All your correspondence. Appreciate that. Appreciate Cam and Rich for co-hosting. And uh, I'll be back. We'll be back next week. Same time, same channel. VIP folks, click over. Me and Rich will be by for uh, another hour or so of VIP content. Who knows what we're going to talk about? Maybe I'll read Prodigy or something in the meantime. But yeah, I'll get it, y'all. I'm out. Blog Talk Radio. And I just turned in a